lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is Wildcats Nation. This is Wildcats Football on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. From the stadium of DeKalb County High School, here on the campus of DeKalb County, it's Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional. Tonight, the Wildcats 0-1 visit the 0-2 DeKalb County Tigers. Good evening, I'm Colin Castleberry with David Ledbetter. And David, first road test on the year for the DeKalb County Tigers, or for the uh, Livingston Academy Wildcats. Excuse me, and what sort of performance do you expect from the team having to go on the road for the first time this year? Well, we had Jamboree at home. We had two home games. Like you said, first first road game of the season. Uh, kind of unfinished business. You know, we played last week. First half, played really well. Um, lights go out, and we still don't know the outcome of that game. So, you know, I think I think Livingston Academy comes in here with something to prove, uh, you know, uh, you look around. There's not many, not many people give them a chance to win this game. But uh, hey, roll the football out there and let's see what we got. And the reason for that may very well be that a lot of people know how talented this DeKalb County team is, despite being 0-2. They've had a couple really, really close calls, and this week it's going to be a close call again, more than likely, as Briz Trout, starting quarterback for DeKalb County was considered day-to-day all week. No news on whether or not he will get the start tonight. But, David, in talking with head coach Matt Hauser, he said it really doesn't matter who the starting quarterback is for DeKalb County. A Steve Trapp offense is going to have wrinkles. It's going to be up-tempo, and it's certainly going to move you around. How does the defense need to respond tonight early? Well, DeKalb County always has athletes all across the field. They've, they're quick. They're fast. Uh I just talked to Coach about uh, about 30 minutes ago. I think Briz Trap is going to go tonight. Uh, but, you know, if Briz could have win or if if that ankle kind of aggravates a little bit during the game, their backup quarterback, Briz's backup, he took them to the second round of the playoffs last year when Briz got hurt. So they've got a quality, quality backup quarterback. And, you know, like I said, they've got athletes all over the field. It'll be you got to contain the edges. We talked about that against Trousdale County. We talked, that, talked about that last week against White's Creek. you got to contain the edges to keep everything inside. Definitely contain the athleticism here tonight. On the other side, expecting an even better performance from Brody Coffey. Knocked some of the rust off last week. Wasn't really able to get into a total rhythm because the game obviously got called off. But what do you expect having had a full week of practice this week? From well, Brody Coffee. You seen Brody in the first quarter last week against Wides Creek. He he underthrew a couple of balls, had a wide open receiver in the end zone, underthrew it. Uh, but as the second quarter went on, he threw that touchdown to Will Brown. He was a little more accurate, 
Um, you know, and that's just getting back into the getting back into the swing of things after missing a couple of weeks. But I think Brody's Brody's great athlete, and, and, and he's got a really good arm. And and, and Livingston's like the Cab County. We've got athletes all over the field too. So you know, his offensive line give Brody time to throw it and open holes for the running backs. Um, just like the Cab, we've got athletes we can get the ball to in space ourselves. Talked with Jackson Bowles uh, earlier this week on the Wildcat Den. Uh, he talked about wanting to put his shoulder down, wanting to lower it and get a few hits in, get a couple extra yards after contact. Uh, final question here as we get into the rest of the pregame show, David Ledbetter, but uh, what have you liked from the sophomore so far this year, and, and what do you expect out of him as we continue to go through the season? Well, what I've seen so far with him, he's he's a north-south runner. He hits the hole hard, and Trey Coleman's the same way, but both those guys, the hole opens up, they hit the hole, they're not dancing around, they hit the hole hard, and and. You hit that hole and you can gain a few linebackers come up and hit you, but you can still gain three or four or five yards. And that's what you want. If you dance it around in the backfield, uh, you know, you're going to be tackled for a loss. But both Bowles and Coleman, they hit the hole hard, and, and it's, it's fun to watch when and when the ground game is just pounding. A lot of great athletes going to be on the field tonight. One of them won't be Malachi Trap. Malachi Trap unavailable for this game for DeKalb County. But as you just heard from our own David Ledbetter, possibly going to see Bruce Trap start tonight. We'll find out in several moments, just uh, over 30 minutes away from kickoff here between Livingston Academy and DeKalb County. It's the Tigers hosting the Wildcats. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to kickoff. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Helping you take care of your piece of the Upper Cumberland. Mowing the front lawn, caring for your acres. Mountain Farm International. Online at mtnfarm.com. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva, 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. 
Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Football coach Steve Trapp. What kind of a positive is it to have Brisby day to day? And then maybe secondarily, how do you practice uh, and let him get prepared without uh, kind of reaggravating that sprained ankle? I mean, I mean, it's good news. I mean, because uh, you know when he left the stadium the other night, you know, just a lot of a lot of things are being said. You know, ultimately we didn't know the whole facts, and you know, until he gets X-rays and things like that, so. Uh, you know, so it's good that it's not a situation to where we thought it could have been the worst. Uh, you know, so he's got a lot of work to do to, to get healthy and be ready to go. I mean, it's, you know, as the head coach, it's my job to take care of the team, but also try to take care of these guys. So, uh, you know, he's got to be at a certain point before we can put him out there. And he's going to do his part. He's going to work. He's done that with every injury he's ever had. Uh, and he's had to deal with them each and every year. Uh, but as far as practicing and things like that, uh, I actually have him as a teacher's aide in one of my classes. So, you know, we get a lot of extra film work in that regard. And there'll sort of be a lot on the mental side. Uh, and as his ankle progresses, then, you know, we're allowed to progress with how much throwing and how much movements that he can do. So uh, that'll kind of be his process through the week. On the other note, you know, Jordan Parker, he's going to come in. He's going to do his thing. Uh, he always prepares very well, no matter what position he's playing. So I'm confident in what he can do for us, you know, if he gets the knotted quarterback this week. A lot of moving pieces, a lot of guys kind of learning on the fly, as you mentioned, this week. Uh, you're going up against a Livingston Academy team that, due to various circumstances, no one has really gotten an extended look at. How do you scout L.A. due to the fact that obviously last week they had a weird situation where the game got uh, stopped and postponed? Obviously, the week before that didn't have several guys that are key contributors. So how do you scout the Wildcats? Uh, you just, you know, it is what it is. You just take what you do get and, uh, you know, do the best that you can with what you see and just coach your kids the best of your ability off what you what you have at your disposable as far as, as film goes. So. Uh, you know, we understand the situations that's been going on there, but like I said, we've we've got to take care of us. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's not been a good start to the season, record-wise, injury-wise, uh, and team-wise. You know, so uh, our guys probably not going to lock me much this week, but hopefully, it puts a different product out on the field because at the end of the day, we've just not performed. You know, I, I don't like losing, trust me, but if we lose and we're doing things correctly, it's a little bit different season than what we are right now. We run four offensive plays correctly out of all of our offensive plays last week, and that's unacceptable. Uh, too many third-down conversions, big third-down conversions given up on defense. So, I mean, there's just you know, these guys got to lock in and, uh, you know, buy into what it takes to be successful. Doesn't care. Nobody cares if they're young or if we're injured. All right, we've just got to go out there and do our job. DeKalb County head football coach Steve Trapp as we're just over 30 minutes from kickoff on the road here at DeKalb County between the Wildcats and the Tigers. Crisscrossing UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle 
and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman. Cookville and White County renewed their Highway 111 rivalry in Sparta. Cavs head coach Taylor Hennigan discussed the rivalry and the environment this week. Our guys are pretty familiar with kind of how we operate. Um, obviously, the environment's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, very similar to what we had here last year for a really good game. So I know our kids are excited. Um, you know, that ad- added element of, of travel for the first time, I, I really don't think will be a huge deal. Um, obviously, it's going to come down to uh, the game and, and the environment. Like I said, our kids are excited for White County has outscored opponents 63-19 to in the first two weeks. Jackson County looks to move to 2-1 and one visiting Clay County this week. Blue Devils head coach Sean Loftus doesn't feel good about where his team is at entering region play. Uh, we're still uh, trying to figure out some things. We're, uh, you know, we're a young football team uh, with, uh, you know, several inexperienced kids. Clay County is 0-2 to start a season for the first time since 2016. Stone and Cumberland County renew their crosstown rivalry at Stone Memorial. Panthers head coach Derek Samber understands you cannot eliminate the additional weight and emotion this week. I'd be lying if I said it was uh, my approach to minimize it. I know it means a lot to these kids. I know it means a lot to the community. Um, and, and so just managing those emotions, especially early on. Uh, I know these are they're playing against kids they've grown up with, spent a lot of time with, uh, sometimes family members or something. Uh, may be zoned for the other side of town. Cumberland County has not defeated Stone since 2010. Upperman stands at 2-0 as region play begins this week at Macon County, and Coach Adam Kane states the wing tee could be an issue for the Bees. This uh, souped-up wing tee offense that Macon runs, you know, it's, uh, uh, like I say, every year we play them, it's just amazing how, how much volume of of plays he's got in the in the offense. The Tigers have outscored opponents 75 to 13 through the first two weeks. Monterey is excited to have their first home game after starting 2 and 0 on the road. They will host East Robertson tonight. And Wildcats head coach Scott Hughes was very complimentary of the Indians. When you look at the the players on the field, you you just look at the size and the speed that they possess, and uh, you know they're just long, rangy, athletic young men at every position, and and they can run. I, when you watch them, their speed, just just straight line speed and lateral speed, really sticks out to you. The Indians scored 21 of their school record 69 points last week, non-offensively. Pickett County, coming off a win over Sunbright, tries to make it two in a row as they host. Red Bowling Springs, who also defeated Sunbright 61 to nothing in Week One, Warren County takes their first road trip of the year, traveling to Lebanon to open region play. Lebanon is one and one after a 24 to 14 defeat at Upperman last week. York Institute is off this week and scores throughout the night. And a full wrap up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. down to Wildcats action. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to kickoff. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength. 
helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square, sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. As we inch closer to kickoff between the Wildcats and the Tigers, we're here with Braden Story. Uh, Story, you've you've made some plays on both sides of the ball so far this year, but uh, before we get to the on-field, just what was that weirdness for you guys like last week, and and how did you guys kind of this week get back on track? We just keep on working like we always have been doing. I mean, it sucks that we didn't get to play a whole game uh, last week, but... Starting off here in region play, taking on DeKalb County on the road. First road trip on the year. How do you guys stay focused here in a hostile environment? I mean, if we want to come in and win, we have to uh, start uh, like we did last week, fire off the ball, first play of the game, and keep on rolling from there. Offense or defense, Braden? Which one do you like playing more? I like defense. I like to hit people. You like to hit people. All right, well, talk me through one of your defensive plays from this this past week. Uh, you're over there on the edge, and I think you got hurtled, if I'm not incorrect. Uh, yeah, I went really low. What was what was that feeling like going really low and all of a sudden realizing that he's just gone over me? Yeah, it kind of felt embarrassing because I've never been hurtled before. Man, it is what it is. What does that translate to this week, going not so low possibly? Yeah, no, I mean, I got to wrap up, too. Wrap up and don't get so low. All right, Story. Well, I'm going to ask you this on our way out. What's the best hit you've ever laid? What's the one that sticks out in your mind? Uh, probably a few, few weeks ago, Watertown. Uh, I lowered my shoulder and the echoed across the sidelines. So. Were you hyped up getting back to the sideline? Yes. Braden Story, just a few minutes away here from kickoff between the Tigers and the Wildcats on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Hello, I'm Jake Wallman, and this week's L.A. Living Legend is Matt Swallows. Matt was a four-year starter for the Wildcats at wide receiver. 
Along with that, he was a part of the first playoff win in school history and was once the record holder for catches in a career. Growing up, along with watching an American brand, the Dallas Cowboys on television each week, he played at what once was Livingston Elementary and now Livingston Middle School. He had one thought in his mind, and it was that he always wanted to play football. So by the time the fifth grade came, he was ready to play the game he knew. I mean, honestly, before I started playing football, obviously watching the NFL, I was a big Dallas Cowboy fan. But playing football, it was, uh, you know, I don't know. I just knew I always wanted to play. And so fifth grade, I didn't think a whole lot about it. And I went out to play. And that was back in the day. I tell people, (laughs) we practiced every day and we played two games. One against Salina at home and one against Salina on the road. And that was the extent of it. But those are some of my memories, my first memories of playing. And, and other than just playing on this playground at school when I'm younger, uh, it was always fun. And I always enjoyed it. The four-year starter scenario is not something that every player in high school sees. When Matt arrived as a freshman, it didn't take long to notice the opportunities that were present to capitalize on. Plus, with middle school football coach Terry Melton following this group to Livingston Academy, there was a sense of comfortability the freshman group had. So we knew we had some opportunities to play. I didn't think a whole lot about starting or not starting. I just wanted to get on the field. I played cornerback. I started at corner as a freshman, I mean, the whole season. Wide receiver, I was in and out quite a bit. Run plays in, played a lot of passing downs, which, unfortunately, that team wasn't a very strong team, so it was harder for us to run the ball. For us to win games, we got to throw the ball. We've not been here long enough to institute much of a power running game. We we had a passing game and a a route structure, a route tree structure that most people didn't have and hadn't seen at that level. In his first three years at L.A., the Wildcats made three trips to the playoffs but came up short in all three trips. Matt says it wasn't a monkey-on-your-back feeling, but a feeling of great optimism and anticipation that the team had. No, it wasn't monkey-on-your-back. It was so excited for next year. 89 and 90, we were huge underdogs. No one thought we would be in the playoffs. Got beat pretty bad my freshman year, as we should have. Sophomore year, really shocked one team. Almost beat them at the buzzer. Junior year, I was disappointed we lost our, our home game because we had a, a home game. The first home football playoff home game was got beat, touchdown or less. It was a very, very close game. But, you know, we were a group of seniors. There was eight of us. And we had played together since we were in the fifth grade. That connection's hard to beat. My expectation was... When it comes my senior year on uh, Thanksgiving weekend, I want to be playing the semifinals of the state of the state tournament for a chance to play in the finals. I, I really think we're that good, and I and I truly believed it. Leading into the 1992 season, optimism around the program was through the roof. The optimism was true as the Wildcats finished with a nine and one record, and in a three way tie for the region championship. History was set to be made again as LA would host Harriman in the first round of the playoffs, ending in a 28 to 14 win for the first playoff win and the first home playoff win in school history. I really think it set the standard. It it said, okay, hey, we can win. We can win. We're supposed to win. Go out there expecting to win. And you do it. And it was that's the way it was. I really think that changed the mentality moving forward of a lot of folks. At least I hope it did. It was pretty special to us, I know that. Being a part of this team is just the tip of the iceberg for Matt Swallows. He also set a program record for catches in a career, until it was broken by Wesley Smith. A special work ethic goes into setting a record at this level, and it was going to one football camp after another that fueled this drive. So the funny thing is, I always felt like my natural position was was defensive back, corner or strong safety. 
And so I remember after my freshman year, I, I was I was trying to get better. How can I get better at, at, at that position? And I looked up every football camp known to man, trying to find where can I go learn more about this. And none of them offered it. And the only thing they had was wide receiver. And I thought, well, I play that too. So yeah, I'll go do that. You know. So I went to camp after camp after camp. After that first summer of going to camps, I went to more, you know, my junior year, more my senior year. And then that's when I started getting recruited, and that's what they were recruiting me as because I guess that's where the stats were, right? So that was my schedule for summers. Overton County and Livingston Academy, a town, a county, a school where legends are larger than life. Thank you to this week's living legend, Matt Swallows, a part of the 1992 Livingston Academy football team that has the first playoff win in school history, a 28-14 to win over Harriman, and once the school record holder for most catches in a career. For this week's L.A. Living Legend, I'm Jake Wallman. Wildcats football in minutes. Live from 101.9 AM 920. This is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at norrissupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. It's football time in Tennessee, and Twin Lakes Fiber Internet is here to take your game day experience to the next level. With a dedicated connection and lightning fast speeds of up to 10 gig, you can connect as many devices as you'd like and celebrate your favorite team without any interruptions. So don't let your streaming game fumble this fall. Visit TwinLakes.net or call 800-644-8582. To touch down your online experience today. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics, Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. Counting down to Livingston and DeKalb County at the top of the hour, this is the Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Wildcat Volleyball is currently in the Sunshine State, competing against teams from across the country. They went down there on Wednesday evening, sitting at 4-3 and three overall, 1-1 one and one in district play. They were undefeated until a tournament last weekend in Sparta. Head coach Christy Jenkins knows there's still plenty of work to do. A lot of it's inexperience for both my middles. Of course, my daughter, she, you know, her, the first season she ever played was last year. And then you've got Mia Hughes, an incoming freshman, when, and that's a lot of pressure on her, too. Their middle school volleyball coach changed every year. So that's a struggle, you know, for a kid to really learn with consistency. Our outside hitters have really picked it up, I feel like, the last week and a half. 
our middles, though, are doing a great job blocking. That's, I mean, that's where they're excelling at right now. I mean, we've been playing so much, we've not even had time to practice. So I'm ready to get back in the gym and start practicing and just working on, you know, being more aggressive offensively. Meanwhile, the Lady Wildcats on the soccer pitch last night went on the road to take on Merrill Hyde. They are 3-2-2 two, and two overall, 2-0 and oh in district play after defeating White County Tuesday but falling to Merrill Hyde 3-2 last night. Next week, the Lady Wildcats stay home and host Franklin County on Monday. The cross-country team Monday hosts an invitational for teams from across the UC and Mid-State. And volleyball, coming back from Florida, will not get back in action until Tuesday when they'll stay home and take on Watertown at 5 p.m. Livingston Academy kicker Dylan Watson with us as we approach kickoff between the Wildcats and the Tigers. The One Bank, One to Watch, One Bank helping families reach their goals for more than 120 years. One Bank, member FDIC. Dylan, your leg has been described as a weapon for this team. What do you love about being the guy that they trust to go out there and uh, sometimes boot these pretty long kind of field goals? I mean, whenever they put me out there, I've just got a job to do. And if I don't do something correctly, then somebody on my team could get punished for it. And I just don't want that to happen. You also, I'm sure, don't want to get punished either as you're in a bit of a vulnerable position a lot. Yeah, no. uh, Last year I had to make a couple tackles, and they're not fun, so I just like to stay away from them. What is it like when a guy, say last week, for instance, we had a guy coming through and you realized you're the only man between him and the end zone. What is that feeling? Uh, Well, my first thought is, do I have my mouthpiece in? And then after that, sometimes I don't, and I just don't know if I have time to put it in, so I just run at them, and hopefully I can get them, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. Dylan, for those who know you, they can take a good long look at you and realize not there's not much there. You're a pretty skinny kid. Where does the power come from? Uh, my legs are really long, I guess, so like whenever I swing my leg, it just it goes like a lot further back, and I just have like a harder swing. How long have you been kicking a football, and, and do you play other sports like soccer? Yeah, I've been playing soccer since I was three. I'd, I'd say it's probably my main sport, but football, I've been kicking since my sophomore year. What's the longest What's the longest kick you've ever had? Uh, the other day, actually, on two days ago, I made a 55-yard field goal. 55-yarder, okay. Well, you heard it, folks. If we need a 55-yarder, Dylan Watson... Livingston Academy kicker says he can do it, and we are just moments away from finding out if we might need it between the Tigers and the Wildcats here at DeKalb County on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. WLIV's Countdown to Kickoff, where pregame scouting report on tonight's game continues. Powered by Mountain Farm International. Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Katessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Katessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC. I'm Peyton Garrett 
physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sports you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Moments away from kickoff here with Livingston Academy head football coach Matt Hauser. Coach, you know, we talked about it earlier in the week, trying to put last week and all the weirdness behind you, get set to go for a road trip here to DeKalb County. How do you feel about the team's mindset uh, going into tonight? I think they're sharp. We've um, had an up-and-down week, which is to be, you know, it's understandable after what happened last week with so much chaos and things, but... You know, as the week's gone on, we've really locked in. They've had a good couple days, last couple days of practice, um, prepared well, and I think they're ready to go. Several guys getting their first full week of practice. You got several guys back last week on short. They came back on Wednesday or Thursday, getting ready for a Friday night. This week, a lot of guys getting a full week of practice. What has that kind of done for you guys to have a full week with a lot of your guys back? You know, anytime you can get reps, uh, you know, there's a – you can get physical reps and you get mental reps, and when you can get them both combined, it, it just helps you perform. Um, you know, it's it's difficult when you're injured and you're sitting on the sideline and you're trying to get those mental reps. It's it just it's hard really to understand what your footwork needs to be or where your hand placement needs to be. And when you can actually get out there on the field and get those physical reps, it helps. So, you know, each each play, each little thing of experience, you know, helps these guys have a chance to be successful and. You know, I think they're ready to play this week. So, um, you know, now it's just it's to the point. You just got to get out on the field and do it. How do you prepare your defense for a Steve Trapp offense that we all know is going to be complicated? He's going to have wrinkles. And it really doesn't matter who's playing quarterback, whether it's Briz tonight or not. Uh, you're going to see a lot of different looks. You know, Coach Trapp always does a tremendous job. Um, their program has always been super aggressive offensively and defensively. They like to, <clears throat> you know, force you to play the entire width of the field on offense and they'll also stretch you vertically and so our defense has to be prepared for anything they throw at them run to the football tackle well in space uh, if you do those things you give yourself a chance to win and if you if you don't you know it's it's really difficult to play against a team like DeCab. Um it's a tough place to play they got a lot of good athletes there and like I said him and uh, coach Trapp and his staff does a tremendous job so we have to play up to our best if we want to go to one and own a region. 
Yeah, one and zero in the region, obviously being the key. What would that mean to start one and zero in the region? Forget all the other. Your first win, Livingston's first win, and however many. It doesn't matter. What would one and zero in the region mean? Well, I think everybody in the region. That's what you're you're fighting to get to. I mean, that's why you start working out in January and and you go through all the off season activities is to prepare yourself for region play and then. You only get to select a op- few opportunities to play region games, and you've got to make the most of them. We talk to our kids about that. Um, so, you know, it's it's important to go 1-0. It's not the end of the world uh, what happens on Friday night, but it does give whoever wins that game, you know, the upper hand. Um, so, you know, we've got to go out. We've got to be prepared. We've got to play fast and physical right off the bat. And uh, if we do those things, you know, I think our kids are prepared. I think we're ready to play. They're hungry. Uh, last week was a really good performance for the first half hope I mean I hate the fact that we didn't get to finish it but you know if we can just kind of snowball that I think we'll put ourselves in a good position moments away from kickoff here between the Wildcats and the Tigers you're listening on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV I was just backing out of a parking spot and so was the car behind me it doesn't matter how you got it just know that it can be fixed at Maynard Collision Center they give a lifetime warranty on all their work How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here, and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Getting set for 7 p.m. kickoffs around UC Sports Nation. It's the start of region play for many teams. Warren County will play their first road game traveling to Lebanon. Pickett County will look to make it two wins in a row this week, hosting Red Boiling Springs. Clay County and Jackson County face off in Gainesboro, while Monterey plays host to East Robertson. In Crossville, it's a region game and a cross-county rivalry when the Jets travel to Stone Memorial. 
As we continue from Dr. John L. Van Hooser Memorial Stadium, it's time for David Letbetter to tell us what will power a Livingston win tonight, presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. David, tonight's win for the Wildcats begins with? Begins with offensive line and defensive lines. Game's one in the trenches tonight. We get pressure on their quarterback, make him make some bad decisions. And on offense, just control the line of scrimmage. We run, get three, four, five yards at a time. Bring the linebackers and safeties up and let Brody Coffee beat them over the top. Short, simple, and to the point. I love it. Line play tonight. It's the UCEMC key to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change can support UCEMC cares and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast calls for very light clouds. Sunset right here at around 7-ish p.m. It's behind the school now. Just before kickoff, temperature standing at about 78 degrees and winds tonight in what is very good news. David Ledbetter, minimal to zero. Well, and it's a little bitty small breeze, but it's enough to feel really good out here. Feels very good out here, but no winds that we can find. So that is your forecast here tonight. The Mountain Farm International Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by Mountain Farm International. 339 Interchange Drive, Crossville. Serving the entire Upper Cumberland. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here, and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. 101.9 AM 920 WLIV W270DD Livingston. It's game time. Your LA Wildcats. LA Wildcats. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. The Wildcats. Play here. Play here. Fireworks popping off in the background. Student section covered in neon colors for DeKalb County. And tonight the Wildcats will receive the opening kick. David Ledbetter are clad in all white from head to toe this week. And on the other side, DeKalb County in all black with some very gold sparkly helmets. Uh, this should be an interesting uniform matchup as much as it's a great one on the field. Yeah, it's be a great matchup here. It's always a big rivalry. Uh, it's usually early in the year or two. And... You know, it's a big district region game for both teams here to get out, try to get out on and uh, get into the middle of the region schedule. Doesn't feel unlike a game we're going to be talking about in the college level in about two weeks. Tennessee, Florida, early in the year, sets the tone for the division and really sets somebody up to make a great run at a deep playoff, quote-unquote, run. Well, this is one step to the playoffs. You, it's not a, a must-win game no, it's for not. either team, but... 
you win this game, you're feeling good about yourself, and uh, you know it, it's a you'd like to get this one in, in, under your belt here. And certainly, folks, I don't want to undersell. Livingston can win any game on the schedule. Don't think that, that I'm saying that. But you'd certainly love to win this one knowing you got Upperman coming to town next week. Yeah, big big time matchup this next week. But the Cavs, it's a big rivalry game. So uh, roll the ball out there and let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. The kick from DeKalb County now. It is going to be in the air. It's going to be low and driving. It'll be fielded by Livingston Academy at around the 10-yard line. At the 15, the 20, 20 before he makes contact. And immediately gang tackled at the 20 is the Livingston Academy returner. That is Carson Parrott who returns the football, and I believe it was Adrian Prater, seemingly, who kicked it there. The freshman, yes, freshman Prater, the kicker there for the Tigers of DeKalb County, who will begin on defense. That means we get our first look this week at Brody Coffee in the Livingston Academy Wildcat offense. And Brody, Brody, last week, first quarter, first game back, you know, <clears throat> struggled a few, little bit on a few passes, but as the game went on, uh, got comfortable uh, and looked really good in that second quarter before the lights went out. As we talked about with head coach Matt Hauser, he getting a full week of practice along with several other guys, a lot more reps he was able to put into this week. 11.55 to go as the first offensive snap. We'll find Brody Coffee. He'll send a man in motion. That's Bowles. Coffee drops back. He looks deep, throws. He overthrows his intended target nearly a one-handed interception at around the opposite 45 by defensive back Trace Hamilton. So Brody uh, un- overthrew his intended target on that one, uh, David Ledbetter. But i got to be honest, might have been a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that was great coverage right there. And they had a safety safety high coming over right there. So he's basically throwing into a double team. If he'd have underthrew that, that would have been picked off. Do love the aggressive play call from Matt and Hauser on play number one, though, to go for it all, throw deep. Now it'll be uh, Coffee in the backfield again with uh, Bowles now motioning to his hip. He'll have a tight end on the right side. And two wide receivers out to his left. And instead he hands off. No, fake. Throws into the flat. Finds a man. Upfield cutting is the man, Jake Hughes. And he'll gain about five. Goes to about the 25-yard line. It's a good little screen pass right there. Uh, it's a good fake. Seeing the linebackers come in. Then he just flipped it out to Jake Hughes on the far side there. And Jake got upfield for about five yards there. It's a good gain on second down. The fake certainly caught me off guard. Now he'll send all three wide receivers out to the far side right. He'll have uh, Bowles motion to his right hip. And Coffee looks to take the snap third and about five. Looks to throw into the flat again. Does. Finds Jake Hughes. Hughes back at the 20, though. Has to fight forward just to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Ends up picking up about two yards, it looks like. Will find himself at the 27, and that will make it fourth down and a punt incoming for the Wildcats. Yeah, DeKalb County's defense, they're not very big, but they got speed all across the line there. Yeah, I wonder if on that next series we don't see too many of those plays that far behind the line of scrimmage. Way too easy for DeKalb County to get downhill on those screens. Yeah, they have great pursuit with their linebackers. Meanwhile, the kick now, the punt. As it is up in the air, Dylan Watson does a good job to boot this one to the opposing 40. It rolls with a wildcat roll to about the 35, 30, inside the 35. And I believe they're going to mark that all the way back near the DeKalb County 20. So a 48-yard punt right there. Good beautiful punt. By Dylan punt. Watson. And we t- we've talked about it before, uh, David, but that is his leg is such a weapon, both in the punt game and in the kicking game. 
he can do a great job to flip the field for you even when your offense doesn't necessarily get anything going. And special teams is such a critical part of the game. And, and when you got somebody like Dylan Watson kicking and punting, you know, it, 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 it's a big break for Matt and Hauser to uh, something he don't have to worry about. Briz Trapp will be the man who takes the first shotgun snap here for the Tigers. See how that ankle holds up. He'll hand off on play number one and diving forward through a couple tacklers initially there is the running back Ari White. Ari White, the senior running back, finds himself about three yards on the play, makes it second and seven from the DeKalb County 23. 10-12 to go. Go ahead. Good pursuit there by our Livingston Academy linebackers. I believe that was uh, – I didn't get a number over there. Uh, Seth Smith tracked yeah. him down there, fought off a nice block there. Worth noting, Ari White, six foot even but 200 pounds. He is a bowling ball. Low to the ground, good weight, good muscle. As they're going to throw into the flat now, they find a wide receiver. Trap, he finds himself the wide receiver at the 30, in past the 30. I believe that'll be a first down. Did not get a number. Let's see if we can get him coming up. That looks like that was John Hendricks, the backup quarterback, who took that one for a first down for the Tigers. Uh, he's He's got speed. Hendricks is a very quick athlete, and uh, they just got him the ball in the flat. And he made a couple guys miss, picked up the first down there. Now first and 10 for DeKalb County from their own, looks like, 35-yard line. Yes, sir, first and 10 from the 35. Once again in the backfield are Ari White and Briz Trap. Trap will have two wide receivers out to the far side on his right, the short side to his left. He's got one. Waiting to get this clock rolling again. We will. 9.47 now to go in the first quarter. Trap in the gun. He's got White on his right hip. Hand off to Ari White. White with a burst through the line, and he'll find about three yards before being brought down by, I believe, that was Gage Hoffman. Yeah, and Carson Parrott come in to clean it up, but a big hole there on the right side for the DeKalb County Tigers. They, they, three or four yards right here on, on first down. Three yards and a Six clock. yards, actually. Yeah, six yards. Second and four. Angle is a little tough for us. Second and four from their own 41 now. Here is the handoff again to White, and again, I believe White is going to fight forward, and if he didn't get the first down, it's awfully close. And they are going to gesture first down, so on back-to-back plays, there's a four-yard gain and a six-yard gain for Ari White, who makes it first down to Cab County as they approach the 50-yard line. Man, you look at the Cap County's offensive line. They're not very big, but they are quick. They're very, very quick, and they're just getting that first step and, and turning our defensive line away from where the ball is going. Trap in the gun again. Looks to hand off. No, this time he'll throw into the flat again. Finds a man. It's the backup quarterback, Hendricks, but he'll go down to a knee immediately. I think he thought a little bit about running with the football before he had the football there. He did make the catch there, but I believe he lost a, lost a yard there. He just... Kind of an awkward pass. He jumped, spun, and, and when he come down, just kind of landed awkward and, and tripped right there. Second and 11 from their own 41. That's trapping the gun with White in the backfield. He sends two wide receivers out to his left, one to his right. Checking on the defense. He'll make a check and now snap the ball. He drops back. The lefty will roll to his left. Is he going to get away from everybody? He is, and that ankle looks healthy. He's at the 50, 45, 40, cuts back inside, 35. He's inside the 35, no, right at the 35 of Livingston Academy. They'll mark him, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is not good news 
for the L.A. defense because that ankle looks fine. He, he didn't limp a little bit going around the end there. He, he, looked, uh, he looked healthy right there. Eight minutes and ticking down in the first quarter. A nothing-nothing game here between the Wildcats and the Tigers. But for his trap and the DeKalb County Tigers are driving. Livingston Academy almost had the sack there. He was looking to throw it and then just tucked it and run. And like you said, that ankle looks, looked healthy right there. In the shotgun again with White in the backfield. Will Trap throw it or hand it off? He drops back. The lefty looking. He's under pressure, and this time he'll be brought down, but there's a flag on the play. I think they're going to get Sam Smith with a face mask here. He had great penetration on the on the blitz, but I believe he got the face mask of Briss Trap. I was hoping. I thought he just had jersey, but we'll find out. Smith was the man who got back there, put pressure on Trap, and brought him down and fully flipped him over, if I'm going to be honest. Let's see what the white hat signals. And it is a face mask on L.A. That is costly. I'm like you. I believe he had the jersey. I thought he had. Referee that was right there in the action didn't throw the flag. It was the guy all the way down here on the sidelines that threw the flag. I guess he had a better view of it. But from he's had the same view we have. And it, it looked like he had the jersey there. Either way, DeKalb County with some positive results from that play. Puts them at the L.A. 30-yard line. First and ten, seven and a half to go in the first quarter. Briz Trap again in the gun with White on his left or right hip now, excuse me. Hands off to White. White going to go to his left, and he is immediately bottled up by the same man, Seth Smith, aided as well by John Geist, who got back there and brought White down for a loss of two. A loss of two there. That's a good job by the linebackers there getting in the backfield, fighting off the block there by by uh, Seth Smith uh, and tackling him in the backfield. So that makes it second and about seven now versus second and five for the DeKalb County offense. Their ball back at the LA 33 or so. 6.45 to go in the first quarter. Still scoreless here between the Tigers and the Wildcats. Brings a man in motion and they'll hand off to that man. He's going jet sweep to the right and he will fight his way forward to the 25, inside the 25, to the 24. That was Jordan Parker. Jordan Parker on the end around there. Beautiful jet sweep. Yeah, they had a good job containing the outside. He just cut it up, found a hole right there, and picked up seven, eight yards for the first down. And they will gesture for that first down, so make it first and ten from the L.A. 24-yard line for the Tigers. Good-looking drive here by DeKalb County. They're mixing up. Running the football and passing the football. Methodical. 6.05 to go. Trap in the gun. He'll take the snap. Throws. Finds the man again. This time Parker yet again. And Parker pushes the ball forward after making the catch for about four. He threw the ball forward, stretched out, and found about another yard. So make it second and five. Five-yard gainer there. It's just a quick... Quick curl right there. He lined up in the slot, runs five yards, clears the safety off, turns around, comes back to the football. Five and a half minutes to go first quarter. Second and five. DeKalb County taking up a lot of time here in the first quarter, just a methodical kind of drive. Five and seven-yard clips. Trap looks to take it again, hands off White. White forward and again a first down inside the 15, down at the 10 or the 11. Down at the 11 is Ari White. Another good runner right there. Uh, wide. He straight north and south runner right there. When he hits the hole, he hits the hole with a lot of speed there. 
again, pointing out, if you're just joining us, Ari White, six foot, 200 pounds. So kind of that bowling ball concept we talk about, kind of a bit lower to the ground. He's bulky. And quick. And and quick, yeah. First step is very good. Trap will take this hand off, or take the snap and hand off to White, and White immediately bottled up but fell forward like we saw against Trousdale County for about two yards. Yeah, had him, hit him right there at the line of scrimmage, but like I said, he's, he, as soon as he hits, gets the ball, he's hitting the hole hard and uh, falls forward when he gets hit. First, or excuse me, second and eight now for the DeKalb County offense. They can get a first down. The first down marker is at the one-yard line, so it is not second and goal with 4.24 to go in the first quarter. DeKalb County knocking on the door, breaking the scoreless tie. Trap takes the shotgun snap. Lefty looking to roll, now under pressure, and he is swallowed up by several Wildcats, but i got to give credit to Gage Hoffman and Jackson Bowles. Looked like the two men who got back there. Yeah, that's that's exactly what Livingston needed right here. Uh, get them behind the change again, makes it third and about, uh, what, 13, 14, I was going to say 14, somewhere, yeah, somewhere in, there. in there. It's a good job by the linebackers getting in there. Good job by Gage Hoffman right there. They're going to call it third and 14 officially, 3.50 to go first quarter. Ball all the way back now at the, at the L.A. 16-yard line. So, again, can get a first down. They would need to get to the one, though, so probably just as well get a touchdown. Briz Trap takes the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, and takes it himself to the right, and he will be immediately tackled and brought down by Drew Gouldsby after falling forward for about a gain of four. Actually, they're going to give him a little extra there, about six. But either way, fourth down. Fourth and, uh, what have we got, nine here? Yeah, fourth and like nine. Field goal units coming out for DeKalb County. Good, good job by the Livingston Academy defense. They made a good stand there with that sack and kind of bend, but don't break. That was a good drive at the cap. Adrian Prater, a freshman, he'll put the ball in the air, and, well, he doesn't kick like a freshman. It is good. 3-0 DeKalb County Tigers leading the Livingston Academy Wildcats here on WLIV. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so is the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Two fifty-seven to go at DeKalb County High School, and it is three nothing uh, Tigers leading the Wildcats of Livingston Academy. David Ledbetter to my right, and David, all things considered, walking out of that drive down just three nothing feels like a win. Yeah, that's a it's a good defensive stand right there. I mean, they got it all the way down to the nine, and we come up with a big sack and put them behind the change and and uh, come out there just giving up a field goal after they started at their own 20. That, I mean, it kind of does feel like a win for the Wildcat defense. The man who made the field goal, Adrian Prater, will perform the kickoff. And back to receive it are Carson Parrott and Jake – or, no, Bill – is that Bilbrey? Yeah, that's Bilbrey. Tough to read a number from this angle, but it is Carson Parrott and Daniel Bilbrey. And they'll actually switch sides. Parrott was the one on the far side this last time, and he ended up – 
taking the kick, and it looks like they're trying to get it in the hands of Daniel Bilber. You want to get it in the hands of Daniel Bilber. He's an athlete. He's he's, he's about as quick as anybody on the Short field. Short kick. Bilber, he's going to run up to field it at the 20. At the 25, he might find it. Oh, my. I thought he found a hole, but give it up for Ari White, who apparently doesn't just run the ball. He put his head down and leveled Daniel Bilber. Uh, that is about as hard a hit as you'll see in high school football right there. Daniel had a crease, turned that corner, and right there was – was wide and met him right there in that hole. Right at the 30-yard line, there's a flag on the play. I'm trying to I determine. Think we're going to have uh, unsportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike on Decab County. County. So blown up at the 30 was Daniel Bilberry, but Decab County maybe after the play celebrating a little pushy shovey, and that'll push the ball forward for the Wildcat offense. They'll go from their own 30 to their own 40, I believe. On 45, excuse me, it's 15-yarder. It's a big, big series right here for Livingston Academy. You don't necessarily have to get points here, but you need to get a few first downs. Let your defense get a get a few minutes break right here because they were on the field a long time at last drive. I feel like you also have to capitalize on a 15-yard penalty. Exactly. You can't go three and out when you get given 15 yards. Coffee in the gun. He has a man on his right hip. He'll take the shotgun snap and hand it off. It's Coleman this time. And Coleman might have broke. No. Far side. I lost him in the cluster of guys. He does get past the 50 to about the 45, I believe. A gain of eight for uh, Coleman, for Trey Coleman. Makes it second and two. Good first run. That's what we like to see right there. The left side of the offensive line right there. Opened up a huge hole right there. And it was kind of a shoestring tackle by that safety coming up to get Coleman down. Or he might still be running. Second and two from their own 48. 2.20 to go in the first quarter, trailing 3 nothing. Coffee in the gun, in the gun, excuse me. Another handoff, Coleman, and Coleman this time right up the middle. Not left or right, straight down Main Street, and that's a first down Wildcats on a four-yard gainer. Another big hole just right, right there in the middle. Uh, here comes Bowles back in. Bowles, the same kind of runner as Trey Coleman, just hit the hole hard. First and 10 now from the opposing 48-yard line. 155 to go first quarter and Wildcats with their first first down on the ball game looking to maybe tie this game or take the lead three nothing they trail with 145 to go everybody a couple guys changing spots now and coffee will look to take the snap he'll have a man on his right hip that is bowls and did they get the defensive line to jump and no they're gonna say false start on the Wildcats so back them up five yards the linebacker come in there like like he was blitzing and just took a hard step toward the center, and I, I believe the right guard there flinched just enough to, to draw the flag. So first and 15 now, Livingston Academy on back on their own about 48-yard line. We just keep trading sides of the 50 here. 135 to go first quarter. L.A. trails 3-0. Toffee in the gun. He's going to have Bowles directly behind him in the shotgun. Now motions into his right hip. Two wide receivers out far to the right. He sends Bowles out into the flat. Instead goes across the middle and well under throws his intended target, Will Brown. Yeah, had a good pocket right there. He just kind of wound up a little bit and then and just short-armed it a little bit there, a little short. Right into the ground, that one from Brody Coffey. Makes it second and 15. Does stop the clock, though, at 1.16 to go in the first quarter. Trailing 3-0 are the Livingston Academy Wildcats here on the road for the first time this season at DeKalb. Beginning of region play for so many 
teams across the UC, including here the Wildcats and the Tigers. Coffee now, same formation. Will take the snap. This time keeps Bowles in to block. Nearly taken down by a sack. Avoids it. Throws deep. And they're going to get a flag for pass interference. Yeah, that looked it. like it was going to be uncatchable. I have to be honest. I'm not sure Jake Hughes would have made it back to the football. But nonetheless, you can't tackle him. Austin Nicholson going to be the man who commits the interference. Yeah, that's a good job by Brody escaping a sack right there and just threw it. Uh, he had a nice ball on it. And, and by the time he stepped up and threw it, Jake was having to come back for the football. But the defensive back, it looked like he just tackled Jake on that play. Yeah, certainly Steve Trapp and the Tiger coach is not going to be happy about that because Again, folks, I'm, I'm not a hun- I'm not certain that Jake Hughes, as talented as he is, would have gotten back to the football in time. Uh, but it doesn't really matter how catchable it is if you tackle the wide receiver. Yeah, this is a full-blown tackle. Yeah, oh, right yeah, there. no, he took him down, folks. We're not talking about a push. I mean, he wrapped him up. Not sure what that was, but he did it. <laughs> Brody Coffey came to the sideline to get the call, and now he'll head back out there, and they're going to mark this off. And L.A. will have a first down and find themselves at the DeKalb County 35, 32. There we go. So L.A. will have a first and 10 from the DeKalb County 32-yard line. 1.08 to go in the first quarter. And time to maybe start talking about Dylan Watson's leg here, David. We're approaching the zone where you'd feel comfortable sending him out there. Yeah, we're getting awful close to being close enough for him to to kick a field goal. Brody Coffey in the gun, brings the man in motion. It's Jake Hughes, or no, Will Brown, excuse me, won't matter. He hands the ball off to the running back, Bowles, who keeps his legs churning and maybe found about two yards. Had a little bit of a hole there, but uh, uh, DeKalb County, they they are really good tacklers, really, really good tacklers. Clock under a minute now, 50 seconds to be exact, first quarter. Down 3 nothing. Brody Coffee. No, uh, no rush to get back into the huddle. Does so with about 42 seconds to go. They'll break the huddle at 38 seconds. Formation will be similar. Two guys far to the right. One guy inside the hashes on the right. And then you've got Coffee in the gun with Bowles on his right hip. 26 seconds. Ready to take the snap. 23. Coffee takes it with 22. It's going to be a drop back. He's under pressure. Escapes again. And now he's off to the run. He goes to his left. He finds a hole. He's at the 15, the 10, the 5. Did he get in? I'm waiting on the signal. No. He went just short. Just short, out of bounds, inside the 5. But what a job there to not only escape pressure, but the heads-up play to take off and find real estate. Well, it was a, uh, looked like it was going to be a hot pass to Hoffman and tied in, but the safety come up and took that away. So Brody didn't have a second read. He just took off running and, and picked up uh, 26 yards there. First and goal from the five exactly, according to the scoreboard. 13 seconds left, and all of a sudden, L.A., the team with some momentum, knocking on the door of the end zone. It's a good drive right here by Levy. So you got good field position after the penalty on the kickoff. You got it at the 45. Uh, you you got to come away with points on this drive. Looking to break the huddle. Clock is stopped for going out of bounds, I believe, so no Rush here for the Livingston Academy Wildcat offense. Brody Coffey comes trotting off the sideline into the huddle for the play call. Right here is right where it would be a good time for Livingston Academy to say, all right, offensive line, get us in the end zone right here. We're going to hand it to Bowles. You get us in the end zone. 
It's Coleman actually behind uh, Coffee now on his right hip. Motions him. So Coleman, the man who will get the handoff if they do it. No. Instead, it's going to be a quarterback keeper. He's going to go wide right. Do they get a hold? They do not. I don't see yellow, but I do believe he's down at about the two. Yeah, we got. I think we got away with a hold there on the receiver on the on the right side there in the slot. It looked like uh, I believe that was Jake Hughes. It, referee said it was a good block, so we'll go with a good we'll block. We'll take right the good there. block all day, every day. It will be second and goal from the five. I believe he got taken out right at the line of scrimmage. Is it the two? Yes, second and goal from the two. When we return, it's Livingston Academy trailing DeKalb County on the road, three nothing. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best trained, caring pros to serve you. LA Sports presented by Livingston Regional. 101.9 AM 920. Wildcats knocking on the door of the end zone. Second and goal from the DeKalb County four-and-a-half-yard line to begin the second quarter. Wildcats trailing 3-0. Jumbo set, though, jumbo package in the game with Coffee and Coleman. And let's see who takes it. Coffee will take the snap. Does he hand it off or keep it? He hands it off. Coleman, a little stutter step, and now keeps the legs churning. And I believe he finds himself down at the one. So. Good job by there, the, by the DeKalb County defense. We got all the bigs in right now, and uh, they just kind of jumbled up that hole right there, and, and, and Trey done a good job of finding a little crease there and got it down to the one. And now we're going to trade Trey Coleman, who a little angry coming off. He tore that chin strap off. He really wanted that one. Knew he came up about a yard short, so now they send uh, Jackson Bowles out there to be in the backfield with Coffee. Again, that's no guarantee Bowles gets the football. This could be Brody Coffee. Either way, though, a jumbo package. Bowles will go to the left hip of Coffee this time. That's the strong side. And the handoff, and he, I believe, finds himself in the end zone. Touchdown, Wildcats. Bowles had to get real low to the ground there, almost like a goblin sneaking under a bridge. Yeah, he got, uh, he almost got lost in the shuffle. To Cap Kenny again, just balled up the middle right there. But Bowles just kind of got lost in the shuffle and just dove right into the end zone. What a drive here by Livingston Academy. Great job. Great answer right there. Great, great answer. answer. Six to three pending this extra point by Dylan Watson. Well, what a job by the Livingston Academy Wildcat offense. They're going to do that patented everybody over there. No, they're going to fake it. Coffee with the football. Had nobody there. Rolls overthrows his intended target. I believe it was Carson Parrott he overthrew. And it'll just be 6-3. 
An interesting call there for Matten Hauser. He had no line in front of him. He had nothing. Tried to fake the defense out. Well, they done that last week against Wides Creek, and Wides Creek lined everybody up on the side with the uh, with the line, and Brody just walked in. But Cap County had four guys right there. Just take the take the extra point there. You got a reliable kicker. Just take the extra point right there. Six three with eleven oh nine to go in the second quarter. Now the Wildcats lead the Tigers. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Back and ready to go, Jackson Bowles, or Jackson Bowles, Dylan Watson, the man who will kick off for Livingston Academy. The two men back to receive it for DeKalb County are John Hendricks and Cecil Ketchum. Want to remind everyone a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action. Catch that tomorrow morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on Rock 93.7. Good time to kick one in the end zone right here. Here's Watson, who does boot this deep. It's going to come down at about the 10, and then it bounces into the legs of Hendricks, who picks it up at the 15, at the 20, and he got taken out of bounds at the 21, 22-yard line. It's a big drive right here for the Livingston Academy defense. You know, last time Cap County had the ball, they just drove it right down the field. Livingston Academy come up with a big stop there just to force them to a field goal, but See if we can get off the field here. Three and nine would be great right here. Offense got a little momentum right here. If we can get off the field and get the ball back into the offense's hands. 11.05 to go in the first half. It'll be first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. 6-3. The Wildcats now lead the Tigers. Briz Trap in the gun, this time in the backfield with him. Looks like that is Ketchum in the backfield with him as he takes the snap. And the handoff to Ketchum. Ketchum thought he was going to be bottled up in the backfield. Instead, slips a couple arm tackles and gets about a one-yard gain. It's a good job by the Livingston Academy defense right there. uh, Everybody's flying to the ball right now. They're playing with a lot of passion right now. 10.45 to go, first half. And they break the huddle. It's Briz Trap again in the gun. And again, I believe that looks like it's Ketchum in the backfield. Not sure. If they decided to save Ari White for defense or something's going on with Ari, but right now catch him in the backfield with Trap, a storyline to keep an eye on. Shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, throws across the middle, and oh man, over through Jordan Parker. It became a tip ball drill. And got to be honest here, David, you, you reacted to it. Had Rocco Carwile or Carson Parrott kind of seen it a second earlier. That's an INT. Yeah, the receiver coming across the middle there. Looked like he knew he was fixing to get hit by Carson Parrott. He kind of short-armed it, tipped it up in the air, and Rocco was looking at the hit also, and the ball just landed right in front of Rocco. That would have been a huge interception for Livingston. Incomplete pass makes it 10-23. Clock stopped in the first half. Third and seven, though. Big third down here for both sides. Briz Trapp, the talented DeKalb County quarterback in the shotgun, will take the snap. He drops back. The lefty quickly under pressure, throws into the flat, finds a man, and he is brought down at the 23-yard line. I thought he got down to the 25, 
But this far, this near side judge says 23, and what a job to bottle up Ketchum there on a little screen pass. Yeah, the offensive line got out in front. Uh, offensive line to set up the screen pass right there, and he had something, but a, a good tackle there. It looked like it was Seth Smith that made the tackle. Looks like Livingston Academy is going to have to call a timeout. little confused on whether they needed to be in a punt formation. And I don't blame him. Had a man back there, Wyatt Carter, who seemingly was going to punt, but he's also listed as the as a halfback and a linebacker, so wanted to be prepared there. Livingston Academy, though, with a timeout. They lead 6-3 here at DeKalb County High School. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The best trained, caring pros to serve you. 9.52 to go. First half, fourth and five for the DeKalb County offense. They look like they will be punting. The punter back is Wyatt Carter. Carter, though, also listed as a halfback and a linebacker. This time he will punt. It's going to surpass the 50. It'll be fielded by Bill Breed about the 45. Did he get a hole? He did. 50, 45, flag in the backfield, but he's off to the races. If it stands, Daniel Bilberry will return the punt. Now we've got a flag back here at the 45. So I believe I believe it's coming back, but still an exciting play as Bilberry found a hole and took it to the house. Oh, me. 65-yard punt return for a touchdown right there, and it's going to come back for a hold right here. Wait on the White Hats confirmation, but everyone in the stadium believes this is going to be on L.A., and that certainly hurts because Daniel Bilberry has come close to doing that a couple times already this season, but that would have been his first official return for a touchdown. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a killer right there. Just a... It's just a dumb penalty. I mean, Daniel, the, the penalty's on that side of the field. Daniel was on this side of the field. It, the penalty's away from the ball. Waiting on the white hat, who now gestures hold on the receiving team. That's, so it will be Livingston Academy getting backed up here after a Daniel Bilbrey return for a touchdown. And you just got to hope that the offense can – Pick him up right here, David. Just keep momentum. He got momentum. Defense done their job. You got a three and out by the defense. Offense right now is a good time. Hey, DeKalb, we said this about Livingston's defense after DeKalb's first drive. DeKalb's defense was on the field a lot that last drive, I believe. It's DeKalb. Just need to keep putting the pressure on them right here. 9.33 to go. It's going to be Coleman and Coffee in the backfield. He'll have Will uh, Brown out to his right in a stacked set with Hughes and Bilbrey out to his left. 6-3 Wildcats lead. Here's Coffee in the gun waiting on the ref to signal go. He does. And now Coffee gestures Coleman to his left hip. Looks to take the shotgun snap. He brings Jake Hughes in motion. He's looking for Hughes, and Hughes just slipped, and it's intercepted, and it may be going back to the house. Intercepted by Austin Nicholson, and Nicholson diving across the pylon. They're going to say he went out at the one-yard line, but that is just ill-advised. I don't think... To be honest, I don't think Brody Coffey saw 
his wide receiver Jake Hughes just slip in the grass. Well, that, that, that play was wide open. Jake had a – he was wide open right there. He just slipped. Brody threw the ball on the perfect time, and Jake, as he was making his turn, he just slipped, and it just went right over Jake, right into the safety's hands. And they now are going to say that he got into the end zone. So it will be 9-6, pending a PAT here from the DeKalb County field goal unit. That's a tough break right there. The I mean, field looks amazing out here. It looks like there might be a little dew on the field a little bit. Jake just made his planted his foot, making his turn, and just slipped down, and the ball went right to the safety. 9.21 to go in the first half, and now lining up. No, the ball is spotted. Okay, so they they can't decide what's going on. What I do know is that Bruce Trapp's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to run to his right. He's going to get wrapped up and spun around, and he did not make it into the end zone. That's a good job by the defense right there. Hey, getting right back out on the field, but, hey, they made a great stop. No gain right there on that little quarterback keeper. Clock ticks under nine minutes to go. It'll be second and goal again from the one-yard line. Still a 6-3 Wildcat lead. Want to clarify, 6-3 L.A. leading. DeKalb County did not get in the end zone on the interception return. So Bruce Trapp again in a jumbo set, and this time looks like he's going to go under center. Turns around, hands the ball off, and into the end zone untouched is Cecil Ketchum for a touchdown. Ketchum will make it 9-6. to six. The lead now for the DeKalb County Tigers pending an extra point with 8.35 to go in the first half. That was a big hole there on the left side by DeKalb County. I think I could have run through that hole from one yard out. I could have drove a semi-truck through it. I know that much. Kicker is going to line up. That is, of course, uh, Adrian Prater. Prater will have his holder, Ty Webb. Webb, a baseball star here at DeKalb County High School. The kick is up and good, and that will be 10-6, the lead for DeKalb County with 8.35 to go in the first half. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Well, that's a bit of a disappointment for the Wildcats, who now trail 10-6 after the 34-yard interception return by DeKalb. Touchdown was two plays later, and with 8.35 to go in the first half, now they trail 10-6 to the Wildcats. It's a big swing. We had a punt return for a touchdown call back by a penalty. The very next play, we throw an interception. They returned it all the way down to the one and scoring two plays. So. Prater will kick back to receive it. Uh, looks like... Bilbrey and Parrott once again. Thought for a second Parrott was back there alone. Didn't see Bilbrey over here on the near sideline. The kick as it is side kicked, but Bilbrey will get a chance to field it around the 15. He takes off. He's trying to find a hole, and already we've got a flag over here as Bilbrey is brought down at about the 25. Special teams penalties are killing us. And Livingston Academy will also have a player down over near the far sideline. Does look like he's going to get up under his own power now and walk off. 
That is Drew Goolsby, who was on one knee there. Is going to be a little gimpy getting off. They're going to say a chop block by the Livingston Academy Wildcats. i got to be honest with you, David. I haven't seen a referee uh, kind of touch his knees like that uh, at any level in several years. He was, <clears throat> he was very passionate about that chop block call right there. but You don't see it a lot. Yeah, like I said, just like the punt return for a touchdown, Daniel Bibri's on that side of the field and the penalty's on this side of the field. I mean, it's, it's no – just – if the ball's over there, just let them go. Just don't even worry about them if they're on the other side of the field. Bilberry was on the far sideline. Penalty came near the Livingston Academy sideline, the near one to us. And so now it's first and 10 from their own 25, all the way back at their own 15, excuse me, as the penalty had to be enforced. So Coffee in the shotgun looks to take the snap. A handoff Coleman. Coleman thought he found a hole, but it was immediately smothered. By the DeKalb County defense, started off by Jarrett Hamilton. The Jarrett Hamilton linebacker right there, he filled the hole real quick there. It's had a hole there for, for Trey, but uh, linebackers for DeKalb County are very, very quick. 8.09 to go, first half, second, and uh, now they're going to say about 11 from their own 14-yard line, so lost a yard it looks like according to uh, the scoreboard here at the stadium. Score it says 15. From their yeah, five, from yeah. their own 15. Yeah, it's looks like I'm basing it on the the marker there. It looks like it's about a yard behind the the stick. So 7:43 to go. Coffee in the gun takes the snap, looking has a man instead. The pump fake now rolls to his right, still looking, pointing, avoids a would-be tackler, and then he's ripped down. Did all he could, did Brody Coffee, but the coverage on the back end just too good by DeKalb County. Yeah, that's a loss of about, uh, uh, looks like a loss of about six or seven there. That's uh, just didn't have anybody open. I mean, Brody, these, these defensive backs for DeKalb County are staying right with our receivers. We just didn't have anybody open. 7-10 to go, first half. Third and I don't quite want to call it a country mile. We'll call it third and highway 111. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good way he's right here. 20 for those curious. Third and about 20 uh, is the estimation from their own five for the Livingston Academy offense. Play clock ticking down. 2-1. They do get the snap off. Coffee dropping back. He's going to throw into the flat to Hughes. Hughes is going to try to find a hole, and he might have broke a few tackles. And I don't know if that's a first down, but it's certainly going to be real close. Well, I tell you what, DeKalb County got away with a late hit there. Hughes was on the ground, and a kid dove in right on top of him, and uh, the referee didn't see it. But Needed 20. Uh, looks like they got about 16. So fourth and about four, and they will send Dylan Watson out there to punt. 6.15 to go first half. Back to receive it is John Hendricks for DeKalb County. He stands at around his own 44. And L.A. going to have to run a man on late. Five, four, three. They get the snap off. Watson, a good punt. That one's twirling in the air. Comes down at around the 50, and it's fair caught by Hendricks at his own 48. Five fifty to go, and it's been an interesting first half. Ten to six, Livingston Academy leading, and I, David. I, 
I try my best not to say the what if, but I mean, there just feels like there's a couple of what ifs in this ball game. Livingston Academy be leading, might be up by a different and two scores. Yeah, it's uh, penalties. Penalties have been the difference so far, and then you take a touchdown off board by a penalty, that's just a killer. 10 to 6, 5.50 to go, trapping the gun. He's got Artie with him again in the backfield, and he'll hand off to White. White bursts through the hole and gets to the opposing 48. Gain of four there. Clock begins to roll. 5.35 to go, first half. A 10-6 Tigers lead here at home over Livingston Academy, who, as many of you listening know, is looking for their first win in just over two years. Thought we were going to get it last week. Crazy electrical situation, and now trailing 10-6. 5.20 to go. Trapping the gun. Takes the snap. Looking for a quick throw and overthrows his intended target. That was Jordan Parker through his hands. The incompletion will stop the clock with 5.14 to go in the first half. It's a big third down. Livingston's got to find a way to get off the field right here. They're bringing in uh, Daniel Bibbery's coming in. Got a little more a little more speed in. Got another linebacker in. Uh, obvious passing situation right here, third and long. Uh, it's a big down right here. We've got to get off the field right here. Third and six. From their own, or excuse me, from the L.A. 49-yard line. As Trapp is in the gun, he's got Ari White on his right hip. He's got three men out wide to his left. He looks that way, throws across the middle, and again overthrows Jordan Parker. Parker and Trapp just can't seem to find each other here tonight in the first half. There's a little, about a six-yard curl there by the by the wide receiver. and He, he was open. Uh, Carson Parrott with safety come up, but... Uh, uh, Bruce Trapp just overthrew it a little bit there, and that would have been a first down if he could have completed that. So now a DeKalb County punt. Back to do it is Wyatt Carter. Back to receive it are Carson Parrott and Daniel Bilbury. 5-10 to go in the first half. And let's see what happens on this punt, but certainly Bilbury as a flag is going to be thrown. And is that a false start? No. No, it is offsides. On the defense, that makes it fourth and one, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to all of a sudden see DeKalb County go for it right here. They will. They're sending the offense back out on the field. It's a terrible, terrible penalty. You get three and out, and then you jump offside. Just just watch the football. Got a little nerves here. I think the last ten minutes of this game, Livingston Cabin's made a few mistakes and kind of got a little nerves here. Defense needs to come up with a big stop here on fourth and one. Briz Trapp is going to be in a jumbo package under center. He's got three men in the backfield behind him. Bit of a pistol kind of look. Hands off to the deepest man. Is he going to beat him to the corner? He is. First down as Cecil Ketchum beat everybody to the corner. Looked like Jake Hughes and a couple other guys kind of had him. They were pushing him to the edge, but Ketchum just able to find that little slit and get upfield. Uh, good job by the defense, stringing it out, stringing it out to the sideline, but he cut it up. All they needed was one yard after the penalty. 5.03 to go in DeKalb County with some new life, leading 10-6 in the first half. It'll be a tick under five minutes right after the snap. Briz Trap in the gun. He's got Ari White in the backfield. Two men to his left, one man to his right. Hands off to Ari White. White through the hole again right up Main Street, and that'll be a gain of about four. Another nice run there by White. Another good job by the offensive line there, opening up a hole for for White to run through. Ari White continues to just get four yards in a cloud of dust. 
One Bank, the One Bank for all Livingston Wildcat fans. Stop in One Bank of Livingston and open a new account today. One Bank of Livingston, proud to bring you Wildcat Sports. One Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Trap in a bit of a jumbo set. Does have some wide receivers out wide, but everybody kind of in tight, and he'll hand off to White. Couldn't have seen that one coming. And White bottled up, might have gotten a yard. Good job by the interior line for Livingston Academy right there. Uh, got penetration in the backfield and just stopped him right there in his tracks. Yes, sir. 4.08 to go in your Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. DeKalb County leading 10-6 here at the half. Or, excuse me, with 3.55 to go before we hit the half. Trap takes the gun snap, drops back. Again overthrows his target, this time finally intercepted. The return is on, and I believe that that was Carson Parrott. It was. And again, the intended target was Jordan Parker, David. They can't get on the same page, yeah. and finally, Livingston Academy makes them pay. Yeah, he, Briz Trapp's last few throws have been overthrows, and, and uh, they had good coverage on him. He just overthrew him again. Carson Parrott had his eyes on the football that time, and, and a great interception, great defensive stand right there by Livingston Academy. 3.46 to go as many L.A. fans on their feet now, anticipating the offense, making a few moves. Big, big drive right here. Let's put some points on the board right here, go into halftime, uh, get a little momentum back. 3.46 to go in the first half. It'll be first and 10 for the Wildcat offense from their own 39. Coffee in the gun. Looks to take the snap, does. Fakes the handoff. No, does, in fact, hand it off on a off-tackle play to Jackson Bowles. And Bowles is just going to fall forward for a gain of three. Or is it four, four five? Got four right wow. there. Just, I guess, got a good angle on it there and ended up gaining a little bit more than I anticipated. So yeah. second and six. The Cavs, the Cavs, you can see the Cavs, they're kind of small in their defense, but they are so quick and they strung it out. But Bowles done a good job of cutting it up and gaining positive yards there. Clock ticking, 3.15 to go. Second quarter. Coffee in the gun. He'll gesture Bowles to his left hip. Plants those feet, gets set for the snap, takes it, drops back. Looking for Hughes, instead steps up, throws deep for Bilbury. He's under, well, I don't know that I'd call that underthrown. Just needed it to be about a yard towards the visiting sideline. Yeah, Daniel had a step on the defensive back. Uh, Brody threw it right down the middle over the safety's head. Daniel was coming across the across the middle there just couldn't get to it it's a good throw but good throw but Brody right there great route by Bilbrey great throw by Coffee. it just ended up being about a, a yard out of the side of the hands of Daniel Bilbrey and that's a play that I'm sure they'd all love to get back 257 to go first half clock does stop but a big third and seven now from their own 42 Coffee in the gun. You anticipate a pass. He does. Drops back. Looks for a quick throw across the middle and finds Carson Parrott. Parrott breaks a tackle and dives forward. Excuse me, Will Brown, the man who gets to the DeKalb County 43. Uh, good good job right there. But Will Brown sitting right in the middle of that zone defense. Uh, or Will Brown right there in the middle of the zone defense. And Brody come off his first primary receiver and found Will Brown right there. Set it down. Great, great job right there, both Brown and Brody. Good time to reset the chains. 2.35 and ticking in the first half. Livingston Academy trailing 10-6. They're going to send Bilbrey and Hughes out into a stack set inside the hash marks on the uh, near side here. Coffee will be in the gun. Now going to send Bilbrey out wide. 
And are they going to look for Bilbrey? No, he's going to go to the other side. Will Brown is there. Had his hands in the air. No flag. Brown can't draw the interference, and that'll stop the clock with 217. That was good coverage right there by DeKalb County. He looked like he they were doing a little hand fighting right there, but no call by the ref. They're going to let him play physical. So I, I'd rather them let him play physical than just call every little touch. Couldn't agree more. 217 to go, second and 10 from the opposing 41-yard line for the L.A. Wildcats now. Bilbrey going to be sent out wide and alone to the left. Two wide receivers to the right. They're going to gesture the tight end to the right side now. And Coffey will look to take the snap. Takes it, hands off Bowles. Bowles with a jab step backwards and then ends up getting taken down, I believe, back behind. Or are they going to say no gain? No gainer there. No gainer for Jackson Bowles. Third down right here for Livingston Academy. Two minutes to go in the half right here. Uh, it's a big down right here. We need to, we're on the plus side of the 50. You might be looking at two downs right here. 152 and ticking to go. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see Mattenhauser, who has been kind of aggressive tonight, see if he doesn't maybe think this is two down territory as well. They're playing the Undertaker theme here in the stadium. I think Coach Hauser is going to take a timeout right here and get ready to get a draw up a play for this third and ten. Coach Hauser and his quarterback, Coffee are a little frustrated, threw their hands up in the air, not sure what they didn't like there, but here's what we do know. It's 139 to go in the first half, third and ten with DeKalb County leading ten to six at DeKalb County High School. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Big time, third and ten near the end of the first half. The Wildcats offense. They are third and ten from the DeKalb County 41. L.A. trailing 10-6 on the road here at the Tigers. And it looks like Madden Hauser and his offense are going to draw something up during the timeout. Whole squad still over near the sideline. Now finally trotting out to the football. Play clock has not begun yet. But everybody's lining up. We got Bilbrey out wide left. Hughes inside the hash marks in the slot. Shout out. Huge shoes tonight. He's got on some like Livingston Academy Jordans. Those look sweet. Yeah, those look kind of clean. Coffee in the gun. Takes the snap. Looking under pressure and brought down. Thought he was going to be able to take off. Instead, he is swallowed up by Will Ferris. And I can understand why. Will Ferris, six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. I think the Cab County is going to call a timeout right here, save a little bit of clock, try to get this football back here. But we got Dylan Watson. Dylan's got a great leg. Balls at the what about the forty-six yard line. Dylan pin him back deep right here. Timeout to Cab County now, wanting to talk about this fourth down. 10-6. The Tigers lead the Wildcats with 123 to go in the first. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. 
Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Dylan Watson back to punt. He'll take the snap. It's clean. Kick is in the air, and it's a beaut. Comes down, though, at about the 15. Takes a bounce to the 10, to the 5. Can Livingston Academy keep it out of the end zone? They cannot. Boy, it's almost, it was close. It looked like uh, Carson Parrott and Dylan York were down there. Oh, that thing hit at the 1. Took a little bit of a hop to the right and went right in the end zone. So instead of it being downed at around the 1 or 2, it'll be down at the 20 on a touchback. Give DeKalb County first and 10 from their own 20 with 1.12 to go in the first half. Tigers lead 10-6. Will they be satisfied to go into the locker room down or uh, up 10-6? Well, Livingston Academy needs to get a good stop. Livingston Academy defense has played well. The only touchdown they give up was from one yard out after the interception returned down to the one. So Livingston needs to uh, get one more stand here before the half and, and go in and get regrouped. Trap will be in the gun with Ari White in the backfield. Takes the snap, rolling out to his right, avoiding would-be tacklers. And again, he's going to be swallowed up at the 20, no gain. But a lot of cutting back and forth there. Bruce Trap is proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that his ankle is good to go. Yeah, he, he made a couple of two or three cuts right there too. So that ankle looks healthy to me. 50 seconds to go, 10-6. As the clock is ticking, Trap takes it, hands off White. White, for the first time all game, bottled up immediately, swallowed up and taken down by John Geist, was the first man to the football. And looks like Livingston Academy now is going to take a timeout with 39 seconds to go, try to save themselves a little bit of time. Well, good job there by Coach Hauser, recognizing, you know, they're just going to, the Cap County's just going to play for the half right here, and we get, you know, get them behind the chain, just third and ten right here. Who knows? Make them, make them snap it one more time, you might get a turnover. Timeout, 39 seconds left, 10-6, the Cap County leading Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. 39 seconds on the clock. 10-6 DeKalb County leads. Second quarter ticking away, but it's third and 10 from their own 20. I think DeKalb County have probably let just not put the last pass where his trap through was intercepted. I believe they'll keep it on the ground right here. Trap in the gun. He's got Ari White in the backfield. I anticipate a handoff like you know Trap's going to drop back. Looking, rolling to his left. And he is nearly taken down. He just guns one deep. No catch. Incomplete to his target again, Jordan Parker. I think they want to get Jordan Parker involved. Yeah, he, he's, but Jake Hughes with great coverage right there. Trap done a good job of rolling out, creating creating time for himself, and threw one ball, threw it deep there. But 
Jake had great coverage and, and tipped that pass away. And, that, and that, them throwing the ball, Livingston saves their last time out. So they're going to get the ball back around midfield right here with 20, 30 seconds left with a timeout. And, and you've got your kicker, Dylan Watson. You know, we get a good return here by Daniel Bibbery and could put us in field goal range to start to start the possession. Bilbury backing around the 50-yard line. Snap is high to the punter. He corrals it. He gets it off, but it's sky high. I think somebody might have gotten a finger on it. This is going to take a DeKalb County bounce past the 50 to around the 45, and it'll take some time off the clock, 18.9 seconds. Drew Goolsby just, uh, if, if, if he went to cut his fingernails this morning, I believe he blocks that one. It's a slow snap getting back through there. Something that uh, Lucas Academy can look at toward in the second half. That snap coming back there is really, really slow getting back to the punter. 18.9 seconds. Livingston Academy trailing 10-6. They'll have first and 10 from their own 45. And if I'm doing my math right, 10-20 would put you at the 35. So you're probably looking at around... 25 yards, and you'd feel very comfortable letting Dylan Watson try this. Yeah, if you get if you can get the ball to the 30, that's a 47-yard uh, field goal, and we've seen him we've seen him kick it from 52. He said he made a fi- he said he made a 55-yarder this week in practice. Now he said it took him about eight attempts, but he did make a 55-yarder this week in practice. Well, let's get a few yards right here, and we'll give him a chance. And all you, all you got to make is one right here. <laughs> Coffee in the gun. I do, they will not be running here, so he's going to throw this football. I can almost guarantee it. He does. He drops back. Looking across the middle, instead goes deep. Bilbrey is there, and he catches it at the 10, the 5. Bilbrey inside the 5. They missed the first time. They're going to hit it the second. Same play. Daniel Bilbrey gets behind the safety there and just goes across the middle. Deep post there behind the safety, and a beautiful, beautiful ball by, by Brody Coffee right there, and Daniel just run right underneath it. He, was, he would still be running. He'd been in the end zone, but a great Houston tackle there by the DeKalb County safety. Truth be told, folks, i got to think, for the first time in this ball game, I think Coffey intentionally underthrew that a little bit. What, allowed can, Bilberry to work his way back to the football and then get upfield. It's not hard to underthrow Daniel Bilberry because no, he is so quick. Also true. 9.2 seconds left in this ball game. Livingston Academy trailing 10-6, but they will have first and goal from the four. So I would anticipate one offensive play. If you don't get in the end zone, you're going to call your final timeout because it was a timeout by DeKalb County right here. No, that was a timeout. No, that is a timeout us? Okay. Wanted to make sure. Either way. Nine seconds, you're going to have to throw the ball. You're going to have to throw it. Maybe three. If you got quick right here, you've got maybe three throws, but they're going jumbo package right here. Are they going to go for all the marbles? Because you're not going to get a kickoff if you run right here. Yeah, if you don't get it in the end zone on a run, the clock will run out right here. Coffee is in the gun, jumbo package. He's got a man on his left hip. That's Bowles. Coffee will take the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff. It's going to be a throw rolling. Looks for his tight end, well underthrown, out of bounds, five seconds to go. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't open. It wasn't open. They tried to draw everybody in with a jumbo package and slip a tight end Hoffman out right there. But uh, good job by Brody just throwing that away. Don't force it right down here. You, you, you think you've got three points in your pocket right here, so don't force anything and, and, and have a silly turnover here to end the half. He will not do that, and they will send Dylan Watson out there to kick. A chance to make this a one-point ball game going into the half. Watson with five seconds on the clock. No reason to rush here. Oh, 
Kick is up. It is a blast. Good Lord. He kicked, he kicked that like he was angry at it. It's good. 10-9 will be the score at the half. Livingston Academy trails DeKalb County on the road. But what a job there at the end of the half, David Ledbetter, to get a big play and put yourself in a situation to make it a one-point game. Yeah, good job there by the offense. Good, first of all, good job by the defense, stopping them right there, getting the ball back, and you got the big play to Bilbrey right there from Coffee to Bilbrey. Set you up there at the five. and You get points going into the halftime. You get momentum. That's that's You get momentum going into the halftime, and their defense has played phenomenal the first half, only giving up that one touchdown from one yard out. So, you know, Brody Coffee and the offense go in, work on a few things right here and come out, and defense keeps playing like the yards. It'll be a very entertaining second half. All right, let's take the halftime. 10-9, Livingston Academy trails here on WLIV on the road at DeKalb. The Livingston Wildcats. From 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game, sponsored by... 1806 Barbecue. Be ready to leave with a full belly. 1806 Barbecue, on the square of downtown Livingston. Come by for lunch or dinner. By Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. Maynard welcomes all insurance claims and no appointment is necessary. East Main, by One Bank, the Wildcats Bank. 120 years plus of helping local neighbors reach their financial goals. One Bank can help you. Member FDIC. This is James Green, your local Twin Lakes security sales consultant. Let's turn up your security and turn down your worry. Twin Lakes makes security simple with monitoring as low as $24.99 a month with options such as remote arm, disarm, thermostat and lighting control, and security cameras. You can rest easy knowing your home is protected. Make the switch to Twin Lakes security today and we'll provide three months of free monitoring. For more information, call 528-2005 or visit us at TwinLakes.net. T insert number C-002. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Livingston Academy Football, presented by Livingston Regional Hospital. From Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV, Livingston. The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1. The Tier 1 Halftime Report on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. We are live from Dr. John L. Van Hooser Stadium, where DeKalb County leads Livingston Academy 10-9 at the half. The Livingston Regional Game of the Week continues. We check the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. The Tigers got on the board first, a 26-yard field goal after a heck of a defensive stand by Livingston Academy, 2.57 to go in the first quarter. DeKalb County would make it 3 to nothing. On the other side, just on the other side of the second quarter with 11.09 to go in the second quarter, it was a 55-yard drive capped off by a two-yard touchdown by Jackson Bowles. That made it 6-3. Livingston would fail the subsequent two-point conversion to keep it at 6-3. Next up came DeKalb County capitalizing on a Livingston Academy mistake with 8.35 to go in the second quarter. 34-yard interception returned by DeKalb, and a touchdown two plays later made it 10-6, Tigers leading. We thought that would be the score going into the half, but a 50-yard pass after a defensive stand by the L.A. Wildcat defense and a 50-yarder from Coffey to Bilberry put L.A. down at their own four-yard line. Couldn't come up with a touchdown on the next play, a pass intended for the tight end, but they would come up with a field goal with five seconds to go. That made it 10-9, to and that is the score here at the half at DeKalb County, a 10-9 Tigers lead over the Wildcats of Livingston Academy. Stop by Frontier Chevrolet, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. The second half in minutes. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. 
time to check the first half stats with one bank. As we look, we'll start with the visiting team. That is your Livingston Academy Wildcats. It's been kind of an up and down uh, first half. Looks as if the uh, Wildcats in the rushing department had about 35 or so yards, some positive and negative plays. The big one, a 26-yard rush by Brody Coffee to help set up that first field goal by Livingston Academy. Coffee again, an up and down day for sure in terms of throwing the football. He has thrown an interception. He also had a 50-yard bomb to Bilbrey, so you can place him at what looks like around 55, 85, 80, we'll call it about 87 or so yards through the air with an interception. And, of course, all of those yards can be contributed. Hughes had a 16-yarder. Will Brown had a 16-yard reception, and Daniel Bilberry with a 50-yard reception. On the other side, for the home team, DeKalb County has rushed the ball fairly well. Ari White has gone off for 6, 4, 8, 4, 4, just in clips as he sits at around 25 yards on the ground. The quarterback, a 16-yarder. That was the long in the rushing department by Briz Trapp for DeKalb County. Through the air, Trapp also with an interception. He sits, though, at just about 20 yards through the air. Those 20 yards, most of which are by the uh, receiver John Hendricks, who had a 13-yard long in the first half. That's a look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank for all your financial needs. Inside Livingston Academy on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And now we catch up with a Wildcats legacy, a freshman, and a third generation of Hauser. This is cheerleader Maddie Hauser, daughter of Matten Hauser, granddaughter of Mark Hauser. What was it like on Friday night? And what is it like really just anytime you get to be a cheerleader and your dad's on the field coaching and you get to be almost right there with him? For me, getting to cheer on my friends as well as stand on the sidelines with my dad means a lot to me. Getting to cheer for my team and my school that L.A. is full of traditions and everything we do dates back to something. So getting to do things that I know people in my family have done, but I also get to stand there and cheer on my friends and be with my dad and stuff, that means a lot to me. Yeah, your dad obviously got to play here and was a part of some of those traditions. Now you get to join in on a lot of those traditions with him. What has that been like really as you've grown up and now you're here and you're putting on the Livingston Academy uniform, what makes Livingston Academy so special from a family perspective? Definitely for me, it's that I've heard so many stories from my family and that I've grown up listening to about how great it is here and how good of a program we've created through all the sports and stuff. And I just think it's really special that now I'm here and I like to be living through their stories and learning from their examples and stuff. Well, maybe if you want to tell us why it was rough, that's you can. But if not, then just what has the transition kind of generally been like from middle school to high school going to becoming a ninth grader? For me, there was so many changes from not having as many people into going into a building, seeing more people and people I've never seen before. And that's a big change. And being around a lot more people 
has really helped me like become a better person i think freshman cheerleader maddie hauser she discussed what it meant to be a third generation of hauser how she builds her own legacy and of course what it's like sharing the field with her dad every friday night in a very unique way that is inside la on 101.9 am 920 wliv Halftime coverage continues, powered by Tier 1. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet, just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Hello, I'm Ron Hewitt, owner and physical therapist of the Physical Medicine Center. I would like to say thank you to the people of the Upper Cumberland for allowing us to provide your physical therapy needs for the past 30 years. We focus on your individual therapy, not what just works for most. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. Call 823-1200. That's 823-1200. We can help you live your best life. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. This is the last Titans Preview before game week begins. Week one regular season at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans, Titans and Saints. We'll get to a little of that in just a moment. Coach Dave McGinnis, what is happening at Ascension St. Thomas Sports Park right now? Now, I know they're going to have the weekend off, but they've been working this week, and obviously they've trimmed the roster down to 53. They've put their practice squad together. Give us an idea about what's happening in the building. Well, that's what a big part of it. I mean, they had to get their roster set, and it's still. This is an initial 53 Ritz, not the final 53 rosters in the national football league are a, are an amoeba they are fluid continuously for the whole year but right now the the initial part that they've put together and then you know they're practicing they've already started to work you know uh, some basic schemes uh, what they think uh that they want to do against New Orleans. And so we're starting to gear up for the regular season now. And as you said, there will be a little bit of a break now here over the weekend, and then you're full bore when you come back next week. But right now they're getting things together, but they've already started to to pre-plan for New Orleans with the new players that they have on deck. And I know this this, uh, coaching staff with Mike Vrabel has already started looking at a lot of New Orleans film but I, in talking to some of the veterans, they've already been digesting some of this, too. How much of that has been in the meeting rooms this week preparing for next week? Well, this week, I mean, this week they started on it. You know, they started preliminarily, as I say. You, you don't give you don't want to give your, your game plan too early, and you give your coaches time to digest, too. Try some things out on the field to look at it. And plus, you know, because you've got, you've got a new quarterback down there in, in, in New Orleans. Uh, we'll, we'll see what Dennis Allen wants to do with – with uh, Derek Carr down there now, but uh, when you when you're looking at teams, especially teams early in the season, you know it, it's it's kind of a feel it out approach when you first start, unless you have a, a a big volume of film on them from last year with all the relevant players there. That's not the case. 
it's more the case on defense there for them than it is on the offensive side of the football. So they've started their preliminary plans on, on those things. And, and your veteran players, you know, they're, they're okay to start looking at it. Your, your young players, they, they still need to concentrate on some of their fundamentals and things that they're working on before they even start filling their head with game plans. All right, so speaking of young players, there are – Three quarterbacks on this roster. We knew that was going to be a thing with the way Malik Willis and Will Levis started to progress throughout camp, especially Malik Willis year over year. Uh, But you look at the entire draft class, the first one selected by Rand Carthon in the 2023 draft, they make the team. But there were five undrafted rookies that made the team and all of them on defense. Yeah, well, you didn't draft anybody on defense, you know, right, in, in, in this last draft. So you knew that you still had to fill in, you know, the back end of your roster. And, and that's just – that's the turnover. That's the – that's, as I say, the chumming of the waters of the roster in the National Football League. And so, you know, you've got – you've always got young players that are coming in to replace to replace more experienced players up at the top. I mean, that that's a constant in the National Football League. And plus, you know, this, this football team – it was working through last off season. It's been well documented, you know, some salary cap restrictions and things. And so all of those things add up to your roster construction and your asset allocation, depending on where you are with your salary cap. And we're seeing the results of that right now. And as you said, you've got some young players on this football team right now as the 53 stands. And as they got to their uh, 53 man initial roster, they did make a trade, a 2025 seventh round selection to the New England Patriots for veteran kicker Nick Folk. And it was uh, pretty well documented in the preseason that the two undrafteds they had, one from 2022 and Caleb Shudak, and one from this year out of Texas Tech and Trey Wolf, it just wasn't getting the job done. And so they bring in Michael Badgley. He works one week, gets him through the final preseason game, and here comes Nick Folk. And he's already, from what I understand, doing well in practice as they prepare for New Orleans. Well, he's got a body of work. He's got a body of work, Rhett. These other guys, you know, I mean, Badgley had a little bit of a body of work coming in. But, look, there's there's not anything about sentimental heartstrings as far as putting together a roster, and especially for kickers. If they, Place kickers, if they don't put it through those two yellow things that stick up at the end of the field, then they're not going to be on the team. I mean, that's just cut and dry the way it is. And the, and the three guys that had a chance early on with this and were given every opportunity, I and mean, they weren't consistent enough. Let's just be really honest with that. And so they went and got a veteran with for a seventh-round pick in 2025. I want to emphasize that, too. Uh, any roster surprises for you? Uh, you? You aren't surprised by very much in this league with all the experience that you have. They initially kept seven receivers, but they put Kyle Phillips on injured uh, or on PUP, I should say. He's going to be out for the first few weeks. So it looks like Kiaris Jackson is the punt returner to begin the season on the initial 53. Anyway, any any surprises in terms of numbers and positions? No, you're not really. I mean, they, you know, I, I thought they might keep four tight ends, but when you start looking at it, the way that you're able to have 16 people on your practice squad now, Rhett, you can always go get somebody and elevate them three times. They'll, they will have a, cu- uh, a couple of tight ends on their practice squad. So keeping them with three, uh, I can understand exactly why they kept, you know, 10 offensive linemen. Uh, and they're really none of those other numbers really surprised me a whole lot, Rhett. Uh, three, the three running backs. Uh, you know, I, I really felt like that that was an area that those three guys really stood out, and uh, they're all going to be probably contributors, 
uh, uh, to this offense uh, pretty early on. And so those were the numbers that I think anybody that just, you know, hadn't been paying attention to the team might look at and say, those look a little bit different than what we've seen in the past. But the receiver thing, the seven to six, I mean, we kind of knew that was coming. All right. So for everyone listening, we hope you have a great holiday Labor Day weekend. And don't forget, on Labor Day, Monday night at 6 Central, 7 Eastern, the Mike Vrabel Show continues. And then we will have uh, Titans tonight with Keith Bullock on Wednesday night as an addition to Titans Radio's shoulder programming. And you don't want to miss next Sunday, September the 10th, at Caesars Superdome, the award-winning Titans countdown presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Begins at 11 with all of our crew. And then Coach Dave McGinnis, who you've heard right here on Titans Preview, and the voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, call Titans at Saints week one of the regular season, game week next week. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening to Titans Preview. Scores and stats still to come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time. Recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. The Wildcats play here. here. Presented by Livingston Regional. Be well, live well. Neighbors here for your health. Livingston Regional. Scores from around the rest of the Upper Cumberland. I'm Colin Castleberry. Here at DeKalb County, it is 10 to 9. DeKalb leading Livingston Academy. Elsewhere, it's 34-0. Clay County at the half over Jackson County. Upperman leads Macon County 14-0 at the half. Stone Memorial 28-0 over Cumberland County at the half. And Cookville with a 21-14 lead over White County at halftime of that one. David Ledbetter quickly as we get prepared for the second half kick. 
I feel like your answer is going to be penalties. Have to get better in terms of penalties. Yeah, we've had uh, four penalties for 40 yards. That doesn't sound like a whole lot, but one of those penalties took seven points off the board on a punt return by Daniel Bearbury. So just kind of clean up a little, few little mistakes right there. Defense playing good. Offense has moved the ball pretty well. Just clean up a few little penalties and we'll be all right. Cleaning up those penalties here on the Livingston Regional Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. And Livingston Academy getting set to kick off to DeKalb County, who leads 10-9 to to begin the second half, and they will receive the second half football. Dylan Watson, the man who will kick off for the Wildcats. The kick is up, and it is low and driving. Going to be fielded all the way back at the 5 by Hendricks. 10, 15, 20, makes a cut, 25, 35, breaks tackles, 40, 50, onto the races, finally chased down at the Livingston Academy 45-yard line. I believe it was Gage Hoffman who finally ran him down. That's not how you wanted to start there for Livingston Academy, but uh, good job by Hoffman chasing him down there and preventing the touchdown. That is the second straight week that Livingston Academy has given up a return like that. This one, has, there's going to be a sideline warning on DeKalb County. Won't really affect where the football goes. But that is the second straight week, David, that a kick return has been had like that. This time not for a touchdown. Last week he gave up a TD, but got to clean up that kickoff coverage. Yeah, you got to stay in your lanes. Got to stay in your lanes on kickoff coverage and, and just wrap up, make a tackle. DeKalb County with the football, and they will snap it to Briz Trap. He's got Ari White with him in the backfield, 11.50 to go in the third quarter. Briz Trap takes it, hands off to White. White carrying that ball kind of high, finds himself about two yards, but you see the way he was carrying that football? It looked very high to me. Uh, might be an opportunity for Livingston Academy to punch that out. He kind of carrying it like a loaf of bread right there real high. I don't know if it was the quarterback put it in his Where's chest. Where's the exchange? Yeah. Either way, 11.25 to go now, third quarter. Trap and White in the backfield yet again. This time White going to be on the right hip of Briz Trap. He'll have two wide receivers out to his right and one to his left. Trap takes the shotgun snap. The lefty will drop back. Looking, throws deep. Might have a man, no. Well overthrown intended target was John Hendricks. Good coverage there by Carson Parrott. He was running stride for stride there with Hendricks. Great coverage there. We got a flag right here. At the, we got two, actually got two flags right here. Two flags back near the line of scrimmage. See what the calls are from the White Hat. Looks like the Cap County's clapping, so it looks like it's going to be on Livingston Academy. I don't. What for? Was it a free play, possibly? Is that why he went deep? Well, in high school, they if it's they're offsides, they blow it dead. Personal foul on the defense. And did they also gesture one on the offense? I didn't see them mark anything off. So are we going to have offsetting personal foul penalties? Waiting on an official signal here. Coach Steve Trapp having a conversation with one of the referees. And that does look like what it'll be. Offsetting personal foul penalties. So so basically no play right there. Ball remains at the Livingston Academy 44, and it is second and 10 from that location. 11.04 to go in the third quarter, and DeKalb County still leading 10 to 9. 
Trap in the shotgun, brings a man in motion. It's his favorite target, Parker. Won't hand it off. Instead drops back, goes another deep pass, and again this time overthrows John Hendricks. So in the first half, go ahead. Briz got it. He's got a really, really good arm. He's just just a little inaccurate in that. You know, we, he run around earlier. It looked like the ankle wasn't bothering, but uh, I think it's his right ankle. So it's his as he he's left-handed. So as he throws, he's landing on that right ankle. That might be it. Might be. I'm sure it's still a little tender. That might be what's causing a few of these throws to be overthrown. Well, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but you also wonder if he, not unlike Brody Coffee last week, is suffering from not getting to do a lot of practice this week. Didn't got a lot of reps in. Yeah, he was he was in a walking boot for most of the week, so he didn't get many reps in at all. 10.58 to go, third quarter. Here's Trap, set to take the snap, does. Another drop back for Briz. This time rolls out of pressure and finds John Parker, for the, or Jordan Parker, excuse me, for the first time in this ballgame. And that is complete and a first down, I believe, on the far sideline. Waiting for them to gesture for it, wave the chains. Uh, yes, first down on the first catch by Jordan Parker. I believe that was about a 13-yard catch. Yeah, good job. Maybe some cabin with a blitz right there and chased him out of the pocket, but he found Parker over there on the sidelines. Good job there by DeKalb County to free his trap to extend that play out. 10.50 to go, third quarter. It's 10-9. DeKalb County leads with a first and 10 from the L.A. 33. Briss trap, shotgun, drops back, pump fakes. Now looking across the middle, finds Parker again. And he is taken off, head taken off by Carson Parrott. Catch made. I can't, be, I can't believe Jordan Parker held on to that. Yeah, that was a big-time hit there by Carson. But hey, got a little crossing pattern right there, right, right down the middle. And Briz was a good throw that time right on the money. 10.42 to go, third quarter. First and 10 again for the Tigers. And this time it's from the L.A. 13-yard line. And we're going to have... A timeout by Livingston Academy. Matt and Hauser already wanting to take a timeout here in the third quarter. And, David, I don't know if I blame him. We'll be right back. 10-9, DeKalb County leads Livingston Academy with 10 and a half minutes to go in the third. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Ten thirty-one to go, and Livingston Academy, 10-9. They trail DeKalb County is at first and 10 on the L.A. 13. And, uh, David, we've seen the L.A. defense stand up once in a situation like this. They kind of need to do it again right here. Yeah, big big series right here. We've, you know, Briz has completed a couple passes here, so it's going to have to push them linebackers back. I'd say we'll get a, a, de- a steady dose right here of uh, Ari White. Ari White, yes. Ten and a half to go. Briz Trap in the gun with White in the backfield. Trap set to take the shotgun snap. Delaying that a bit as the play clock is running under ten. Now takes the takes the ball, hands off Ari White, and he'll fight forward for a gain of six. Yeah, that's a good hole there by DeKalb County on the left side there. It's a good run by White. He's a, he's a good runner. 10-15 to go in the third quarter. Second and I would say about three. 
for the DeKalb County offense. Rock will tick under 10 minutes here in the third quarter. Trap in the gun and White in the backfield yet again. Trap takes the snap, fakes the handoff to White, keeps it himself going to the right, avoids a couple would-be tacklers and spins into the end zone. That's a good fake right there. They fake the handoff to White. Trap comes around the end there and just, uh, uh, just cuts it up for a good run there. Touchdown. That was a 13-yard run there, set up by two pass plays by Briz Trap. And pending the extra point makes it 16-9, 17-9 after this extra point. And it is up and good. So the score with 9.48 to go in the third quarter, 17-9. DeKalb County leads Livingston Academy. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. The Wildcats, presented by Livingston Regional. WLIV. After the 13-yard rushing touchdown by quarterback Briz Trapp, with 9.48 to go in the third quarter, it's 17-9. The Livingston Academy trails to Cobb County here on the road in game one of region play. Kicker Adrian Prater set to go. A few steps forward, and he boots. It's going to be low and driving. Bilberry going to try to field it off a of bounce. No, that's going to get out of bounds. And a heads-up play there by Daniel Bilberry to let that get out of bounds. Yeah, good job by Daniel not trying to pick that up and just letting it go out of bounds. Let's get him have a good field position. Last possession there by DeKalb County. They start off the great kickoff return. They start on the plus side of the field at the 40. Um, Livingston only first half only gave up one touchdown, and it was from one yard out after an interception. But good drive there by DeKalb County. That's kind of methodical. Worked in a few passes there, run the ball with White. Livingston's big big possession right here. We need to we need to get some points on the board right here. Get a few first downs right here and and, and, and try to get a score. Let the defense kind of evaluate and breathe. 9.48 to go, third quarter, 17-9. Livingston Academy leads here at DeKalb County. Coffee again in the gun. Go ahead. DeKalb County's got both safeties up close. It might be a good time to try to get Daniel Bilbrey over the top again. Bilbrey outside the numbers here, or outside the hash marks, excuse me, instead of handoff. A couple broken tackles. Jackson Bowles with a gain of about seven, bumbling and rumbling down the field. Like a gain of about nine right there. Eight or nine. Give him nine? Yep. We'll give him, we'll say eight. We'll say eight. Second and two. But nonetheless, a great way to start the drive for Jackson Bowles. Yeah, you can open up the playbook right here, second and two. It's a good good start to this drive right there. 9.20 to go, third quarter. 17-9, DeKalb County leading. Here's Coffee in the gun. With Bowles on his left hip, 
He will take the shotgun snap and hand it off again. Bowles again finds a way to plant a foot in the ground and head straight up the middle. And that will be a first down by Livingston Academy. Good four-yard gain there by Bowles. And got a little momentum right here. The offensive line's getting a good push right here. Got 12 yards on two carries right there. Might be something you might want to stick with right here and see if you can just drive the ball right down their throat. Bowles looks like he'll trade out for Coleman. It, truthfully, if you've heard us all game, it doesn't really matter. They're both the same kind of runner. Both good power runners and, and hit the hole hard. 8.48 to go. Here's Coffee with Coleman now on his left hip in the gun. Coffee claps those hands, takes the snap. It's going to be a drop back. Looking for Hughes in the flat, under through him. I think Hughes, no, they're going to say Hughes didn't get his hands underneath it. Hughes tried to shake it off a little bit, tried to convince the referee, couldn't do so. So it'll fall incomplete. It'll be second and ten for the L.A. offense. Yeah, he had him open there, a little, about a little six, seven-yard curl. He just underthrew it a little bit. 8.35 to go, third quarter. Three timeouts left for the home team in DeKalb County. Two for the Livingston Academy. You had to use one earlier that I don't think Matt Hauser was real happy about. Three wide receivers. All three wide receivers are on are out to the left side of Coffee. He's going to bring the running back Coleman to his right hip. And now just hands off to Coleman. And Coleman tried to bounce that outside and was immediately swallowed up and taken down by Andrew Dacus. Big third down right here. Lewis Academy about the 45-yard line. Needs to pick up a first down right here. Lost. Defense rest for a few more minutes. Lost that yard. It's third and 11 from their own 45. You assume you'll see Coffee go to the air here. He's had some very accurate passes tonight, and he's had some very inaccurate passes tonight. Does have one interception, no touchdowns. See what he goes to here with 7.55 left in the third. Claps those hands, takes the snap, dropping back, looking, has time, throws. Bilberry might be there, and no flag. No flag. They're going to say good coverage by John Hendricks, who had Bilberry all kinds of face guarded. Yeah, it's, that's uh, <laughs> I'm not going to complain about the uh, no call there, but the defensive back never turned around, had his hands up, face guarding Daniel Bilberry right there. It's, Ball was a little underthrown, so usually a receiver gets that call right there. But no call by the ref, so got to punt it away here. Matt Hauser is going to have a conversation with Daniel Bilbrey. And, folks, I don't profess to, like, read lips or anything, but looked to me like he was saying, hey, Daniel, I need you to get your hands up because that's how we get the call. Yep. You've got to make – you've got to attempt the catch. Yeah, if you can't make the catch, at least make them call the – Yeah, make uh, them the, call the, the P.I. Exactly, exactly. DeKalb County took a timeout here on the 4th and 11, so 7.47 to go. It's 17-9. Tigers lead the Wildcats. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. DeKalb County awaits the punt back to receive it is the man who kept the pass from finding Daniel Bilberry, John Hendricks Dylan Watson back to punt 
Receives a clean snap, gets it off cleanly. It's sailing over there, and it'll be fair caught by Hendricks at the 21. It was sailing to the far sideline. Great job there by uh, Dylan again to kind of force Hendricks into a fair catch. Yeah, good high punt right there. Let's make him fair catch and don't give him a chance to return it. 7.41 to go, and the Tigers will be back on offense. 17-9. Tigers lead. Can they put together another touchdown drive? i got to be honest, David, if they could, if they found points here, I'm not saying it's out of reach, but it would start to feel a little lengthy. Yeah, I put a little you, you, big possession right here. You put a little, you score right here and put the pressure on Livingston Academy. They've moved the ball some, but then they've had spurts where they've not moved the ball any at all. So big time possession right here. Briz Trapp in the gun, Ari White in the backfield, as you probably could have told me. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. White hat signals for it to begin, and Trapp immediately takes a snap, hands off to White. White will burst through the hole and gets down to the 26-yard line, a gain of four. No, five, excuse me, a gain of five. Yeah, he's, he's a good runner. I mean, you don't, you look at the stat sheet, he's not got a 20-yarder, a 30-yard. It's eight, four, two yards, six yards. That's, that's kind of his his game right there. He's a good power runner. He falls forward for every time he gets hit, he falls forward. 7-12 to go, third quarter. Trap in the backfield with White again. Signals for a tight end to flip sides and now takes the snap. Hand off to White again. And White again will gain about six this time as he kept those legs churning and finds himself at the 31-yard line, and now we've got a flag after the play. It came from the near side here, so probably going to be on L.A. See what the referee signals. Personal foul on Livingston Academy. And the Wildcats continue to beat themselves here, David. Yeah, I mean, they were stopped short. It's going to be third and third and real short, and you just that's just a dumb penalty. It's been all night, just just dumb penalties all night. Six fifty-five in the third quarter. DeKalb County, after the penalty is enforced, will find themselves at their own forty-six yard line, and they lead seventeen-nine. Well, that'd be a good time for somebody on the defense. Seth Smith, Drew Goolsby, Carson Perry, Daniel, but somebody step up right here and get this team fired up. They're kind of flat. They feel like they're just playing flat right now. Briz Trap in the gun. Claps his hands, takes the snap, fakes the handoff to White, drops back, looks across the middle, finds his target, and off to the races is Parker, and he's in the end zone. He split the safeties, and Jordan Parker finds himself in the end zone, a 54-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was a, that was a very nice throw by Bistrap. We've seen him in the first half miss a bunch of throws. His last three throws have been right on the money. That was 55 yards for a touchdown. Parker with a Parker with great speed after the catch. Parker with that 54-yarder. Makes it 23-9, pending the extra point, 24. At DeKalb County, like we talked about, now putting a whole lot of pressure on these Wildcats as the kick is up and the kick is good. 24-9, DeKalb County leads Livingston Academy with 6.39 to go in the third quarter. 
Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. Six thirty-nine left in the third quarter, and the Wildcats now trail twenty-four to nine. David Ledbetter, and uh, you ne- there's not a lot of positives to take away. The one you might be able to is they did it quick. Uh, well, saved a little time here, but I, I look out here on the field, and there's just Lee says there's no urgency. There's no one getting on somebody and say, "Hey, let's go pick pick somebody up." I just kind of flat right now, and, and the Cap County's come out two possessions, two scores here to start the second half. And hey, Livingston Academy, they better they better find something quick, or they're going to get blown out of this game. Adrian Prater with the kick for DeKalb County tries again to keep it low, fielded by Bilberry, and he will take off up the middle, and he swallowed up very quickly. Uh, Andrew Dockus, the man who led it there, bringing him down at around his own 25-yard line. Good news is Brody Coffey, senior, he can get in the huddle. So, listen, guys, calm down. We've still got a quarter and a half to play here. Let's let's go down the field. But when in the end zone, we're right back in this game. Yeah, it would be, what is that? i got to do quick math here. So that would be, what, 24-15, 24-16. If you were to make the extra point with a touchdown here. And well, so. it's, a, it's a two-possession game. I mean, you get a touchdown, extra point. You're only down eight touchdown, two-point conversion. You know, they just need a good positive driver. You don't necessarily have to score. But just get get some momentum, get some first downs right here, get get something positive going for you. 6.33 to go, third quarter, beginning at their own 25, first and 10 for the Wildcats. Coffee looking around, now takes the shotgun snap and hands it off to Bowles. Bowles broke a couple tackles and found his way to bumble and rumble down for about uh, six yards. That, I mean, that's... We've done that quite often tonight, you know, just hand it off to Bowles or Coleman. We gained four, five, six yards. It's 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 not too early to abandon the run right here. Hey, if it takes you six minutes to score right here, you're one possession down. Or just keep with an keep entire turn of the ball. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can take your time right here. No reason to rush it. Bowles looks like he's going to come off the field a little banged up. They'll send Coleman out there. 6-11 to go. And now the clock begins to roll. L.A. trailing 24-9 in the third quarter. It's second and five from their own 30. Coffee in the gun. Looks to take the snap. Takes it, turns, hands off Coleman. Coleman going to do the same thing. And the ball is loose. Foul falling on by an offensive lineman. No, picked up by DeKalb County. Coleman came up with the first down, then fumbled it forward about 10 or 15 yards. And an offensive lineman tried to fall on it. I believe it was Nathan Hargis who tried to fall on it. And Hargis just had it slip out from under him, and it's recovered by the Tigers. He fell right on top of it. He had possession of it. It just squirted right out, and there's the Cap County there, player there to to pick it up. Now, right here is danger zone right here. You want to watch 
First play, does DeKalb County take a shot downfield? Briz Traps completed his last three, and all three have been right on the money. So it'll be a good time right here for DeKalb County to take a shot deep downfield, and it looks like that's what they're going to do. There's nobody in the backfield besides Briz Trap. Sudden change, and all of a sudden, Briz Trap is empty. He's looking for his running back, though. He's supposed to have a running back. Oh, no, they're going to have to call timeout. Briz was trying to figure out where the heck his running back was. That's why he was all alone in the backfield. The running back hadn't come out on the field. Couldn't figure out who that was supposed to be. and So now DeKalb County off to take a T.O. 24-9. Tigers lead with 5.50 to go in the third. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Livingston Academy Football. Presented by Livingston Regional Hospital. From Livingston's own 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Livingston. So Briz Trapp now not alone in the backfield. He'll have a running back Cecil Ketchum back there with him. 5.50 to go and the sudden change has kind of gone away. See if they still decide to try to take a shot right here. Trap takes the snap. He'll just hand off to Ketchum. Ketchum going left, and Ketchum bottled up pretty quick, but finds a way to get three to five. Yeah, good job by the Leafs Academy defense there. Linebackers fighting off a block and making the tackle for just two. It looks like he gained five right there. Second and five, under five and a half to go in the third quarter. And the DeKalb County Tigers looking to put a score on the board that would really put a I don't want to call it the nail in the coffin, but maybe the nail is in the coffin. It's just not all the way down. It wouldn't take but another lick or two from a hammer to, to seal it. 5-12 to go. Trap takes the shotgun snap. Another handoff catch him. This time going to his right. Thought he was going to get brought down in the backfield, and he is. Man, Trey Coleman tried to wrap him up. Couldn't get him, but slowed him down enough for Gage Hoffman to come flying in and bring him down. Yeah, and Braden Story there, too. Good good job of those two guys. Hoffman had him in the backfield. He escaped that tackle, but good job by Story. And and uh, who was the other one that came in? Jake Hughes yeah. is the one who missed him. Hoffman and Story cleaned it up. Yeah, good good job of those guys coming in and cleaning it up. It's big third down. Got them behind the chains again. Need to get pressure on the quarterback right here and see if we can get the defense off the field here. Third and ten exactly from their own 49 or from the LA 49, excuse me. Trap in the gun. You gotta anticipate a throw here, though Ari White is capable in the backfield. It will be a throw. Trap dropping back. Under pressure, throws across the middle and he misses his intended target. That is John Hendricks. Well, it's a good thing he threw that in a little bit low and outside there because Livingston brought the blitz right there and then and uh, Hendricks was, was open for a split second just overthrow. If he'd have caught that, he might still be running. 4.15 to go in the third. It's fourth and ten. And I'm looking out here. And i got to be honest, Bruce Trapp and everybody's still out there. Is DeKalb County going to go for it right here? I believe they just I believe they run the punter on. No, yeah. they did. There he is. Okay. For a moment there, I was concerned. I thought, oh, no. All right, Steve Trapp's going to get a little. He's going to go for it. But never mind. Punter is back there. Snap was slow again and nearly blocked again. 
And is Bilbury going to try to field that? He is not. So that's just going to take the DeKalb County roll, and it will be downed around the Livingston Academy. We'll call it the 27th. 22 is where they will officially spot it. 4.05 to go, and look, we've been saying you don't have to score. You don't have to score. I hate to break it to you, David Ledbetter. It feels like you got to score. Yeah, you need to, you need to put a drive together here. Defense gets off the field. They've done their job right there. After the turnover, they get the ball back for their offense. You've got to drive down and score right here because if you don't, if you don't get any points here, four minutes to go in the third quarter, it's not over. We've said that it's not over, but if you don't get any points here, uh, you know, you're going into the fourth quarter down by two scores. It, it, it's going to be a tough road to climb. And to be clear, not saying a touchdown. I'll take a field goal, but you've got to get points, I do believe. Brody Coffee in the gun. Don't have to abandon the run. Will they go with it? They will. The handoff to Bowles, it looks like, back in the ball game, and he will go forward, and several L.A. coaches wanted a face mask. Won't get one. Bowles picks up about three. Yeah, it looked like it was a face mask on that one. We've had a, <clears throat> had a few calls that were, eh, didn't really go our nothing way. Nothing egregious, so. nothing egregious, yeah. just questionable. Certainly questionable. 3.40 and ticking down to go in the third quarter. Second and nine. So they're going to say he only got a yard. Second and nine for the Wildcat offense. They run Gage Hoffman on late. In the backfield is going to be, it looks like, well, it looked like it was going to be Hoffman and Coffey. Now it's going to be Hoffman at the tight end, and Coffey is alone. Empty backfield. He's got four wide receivers set. Looking, overthrows Hoffman, intercepted flag in the play, and it was dropped. I want to want to clarify, Austin Nicholson dropped the INT, also an interception. I'm hoping for a hold yeah, there on like, the tight end like Hoffman. He had, Hoffman looked like he had him beat, and he just turned around and grabbed him right there. So uh, I, it was either hold him or give up a touchdown right there. Pass interference on the Tigers, and you are correct. If, if, they, don't, if they don't commit P.I. right there, Hoffman might still be running. 3.13 to go in the third. It's second, or it'll be first and ten now for the Wildcat offense. And, uh, again, I can't harp on it enough, folks. And, David, I'm sure you'll agree. You 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 get a, a penalty like this. Now it's even more pertinent you take advantage. Yeah, you gotta you got to keep driving the ball. Like we said, it's not too late to abandon nope. the run. Nope. Uh, we're, we've run the ball well. When Kof, Coffee's in the backfield by himself right now. And he may take off. He has the, the long run of the day for the Wildcats. 26 yards, I believe, and it is going to be a quarterback keeper. And he's going to find some blockers and get upfield to the 50. Goes down at the opposing 49, and that's exactly what I was just alluding to. Coffee kept it and got 11. Good job right there. Spread them out. We had four receivers out, tied in on the far side. Just snapped to Brody Coffee, and he picks up 11 yards. Good good play call. Good, good job by the left side of the offensive line right there, opening up that hole for Coffee to run. 253 to go, and while we've got a second here to break the huddle, give Mattenhauser credit. There are a lot of coaches who would not run their quarterback with their backup out for several weeks, but he is not afraid to let Brody Coffee do what Brody does. Yeah, Brody's just an athlete. He's an athlete, and, and just let just let him play. Again, empty backfield. Three wide receivers out to the right. One, Bilbrey, to the left, and it's going to be Bilbrey. They find him short, and he fights to about eight yards. Number eight picks up eight. Good job right there. Little little seven, eight-yard curl to Bilbrey. Brody 
for the first time on those curls, put it right on the numbers there for Daniel Bieber. You get the ball right there to Daniel Bieber, you know how quick Bieber is. You get him in space, he's going to make two or three guys miss. They had two guys over here on him and just pushed him out of bounds, but a good seven-yard gain right there. Yeah, credit to the Tiger defense. They didn't necessarily tackle them. They did what you're taught to do. They used the uh, the out-of-bounds as the extra defender. Yeah, just pushed him right out. Still empty backfield right here. Uh, Second and three. Maybe another opportunity for Brody Coffee to pick up the first down with his legs. Matt and Hauser letting Brody Coffee cook. Coffee's got three to his right and one to his left in Bilbrey, looking for Bilbrey again on a curl, and he finds him again cleanly in the numbers. First down. Just another five yard. It's just like a run right there. Just a little short four or five yard game. Looks like Daniel's down with a cramp right here, it looks like. Daniel Bilbrey is down off the field. So hopefully they'll be able to get him up and kind of back towards the back side of the fence here. But either way, it is going to be the Livingston Academy offense, Wildcats, first and 10 from the DeKalb County 37. Stop a play right here for just a second. Daniel's still right there on the sideline. I believe he's he's just a cramp. Yeah, it's a cramp. He's trying to scoot back a little bit here just so they can continue play. It's a humid night here. The grass has got a little dew on it. It's a little humid. That breeze has kind of went away. It felt good earlier, but it's kind of going away right now. We've seen several guys slipping tonight, so certainly you know it's got to be a little slick out there. Bilbrey now got – he is okay, but he's gotten himself far enough back that they can – uh, they can run a play, and it'll be an empty set again. Coffee will have three men out to his right, one man to his left. The man to his left now is Rocco Carwile, and Brody's just going to keep it himself. Breaks the first tackle at the 30, gets to down to about the 26, and I believe that's going to be a first down again for the Wildcats, and it is. Yeah, another good run there by Brody Coffee makes a guy miss. That's the athletic ability of Brody Coffee right there. Shook a guy loose right there, picked up 10 yards, first down. Good drive right here, just got to finish it. Jamie Mansell, the offensive lineman, got up slowly. He's good. He's out there, just a little heavy heavy breathing, a little stumble into the, uh, the huddle there. Something to keep an eye on. Either way, clock ticking down, 135 to go, third quarter. It's first and 10 now from the DeKalb County 27. And Brody Coffee, empty backfield again and driving. Coffee is cooking. Takes the shotgun snap. It's going to be another drop back. He's rolling out to his right. Now avoids a would-be sacker, and he's going to keep it himself. First down and more at the 20. And maybe to the 15, they're going to say no. Went out at the 19, but that's still a gain of about six or seven. And I think they're going to call a a block in the the back, back, and that is a – I hate to say this, but that is a horrible call. I watched – looked like it was – Looked like it was Nathan Hargis that, that just rode his guy past Brody Coffee right there, and they're going to call him for a block in the back, and he was in front of the guy. That's it's not a good call right there. It's just a, a momentum killer. They're going to back the Wildcats up after that play, and you can see a couple guys kind of shrugging their shoulders, not sure what to do with that. And Coach Hauser just kind of giving the, uh, and I'm not buying that call right there, kind of a little gesture. Either way, makes it first and 20. Now for the Wildcat offense, and they'll be at the DeKalb County 37. So first and 20 from the 37. Now for the Wildcats offense. And I'm looking out there, and does not look like back out on the field yet is Daniel Bilbert. So it's, it's Hughes and Carwile to the left. 
Parrott and Brown, I believe, out to the right. Empty backfield. Here is Coffee. Takes the snap. Looking. Avoids would-be sackers. He throws. And intercepted. He underthrew. It was Bilberry who had gotten back out there under my nose. But he underthrew him, and it's intercepted by John Hendricks. Yeah, that's tough. Penalty backs you up 10 yards. First and 20. 20. First yeah, and first 20. and 20. And, you know, tried to throw at it. Had Daniel open for just a second, just kind of threw it just a, about a second too late there in the defensive back for the Cab County. Made a nice break on the ball for the interception. So the Tigers with yet another caused turnover. 105 to go in the third. And look, folks, it's not over. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is win or lose at this point, LA is going to be talking a whole lot about how they beat themselves in this ballgame. Yeah. Penalties and turnovers has been has been a killer for Lewis Academy. Again, even if they come back, believe me, Coach Hauser will have a lot to say. We'll talk to him tomorrow morning on the high school playbook as Briss Trapp takes the snap and takes it himself to the 21. That'll be a gain of about five. Good run there by Briz on first down. It's what you want as an offense. You want it second, four, five, six, somewhere in that area. You can open up your whole playbook if, if you get, get ahead of the chains on first down. 35 seconds to go in the third quarter, second and five with Trap in the gun and White on his right hip. Maybe going to get one more playoff here in the third quarter. Trap takes it. Quick throw into the flat to Hendricks. Finds Hendricks, and Hendricks is going to take off up the sideline, and looks like he'll find the first down and more. Yeah, well, I, I'm not even going to say it. Not gonna say, same thing happened right there, wide receiver on uh, on our corner. Uh, but uh, there's there's not a yellow flag land on the field right now. 22.7 seconds. He was taken out of bounds on the first down catch. So one more play in the quarter at least for DeKalb County. First and 10 now from their own 32. So about a, what, 12-yard pass, we'll say. Trap takes the hand. No, keeps it himself. Faked it to Ari White and dove forward to the 44. And that is a gain of about three. And we've got a Livingston Academy Wildcat down. It's 12.7 seconds to go in the third. We've got a Wildcat down. 24-9 to is the lead. For the DeKalb County Tigers, second and ten, or second and about six when we come back. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family. The best trained, caring pros to serve you. Matt Dial, the uh, defensive tackle who went down there, going to walk off under his own power. A little gimpy, but still nonetheless under his own power. Yeah, they were stretching him out there. It looked like he had a cramp there at the end of that play. 12.7 seconds to go in the third quarter. And DeKalb County will get one more offensive play, second and six 
from their own 36. Clock will run. I believe they'll just let the clock run out on the quarter right here. Clock is rolling and doesn't look like they've got any urgency to snap this football, but we'll make sure Briz he is not going to clap his hands in time. They did snap that ultimately, so I, I'm i not going to speculate. I'm not sure if they were trying to get that off or not. He's got to wait until right after the horn went off to snap that one. 24-9, the Tigers lead the Wildcats to begin the fourth quarter here at DeKalb County High School. I was just backing out of a parking spot, and so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it, just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center, welcome to stress-free collision repair. On Main Street in Livingston, proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Robe Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. DeKalb County to begin the fourth quarter will have second and six from their own 36. They lead 24-9 here over your Livingston Academy Wildcats. Briz Trap in the gun with Ari White in the backfield, and he'll hand off to White. No, he keeps it. He held that one for a long time, David. Pulled that out the last second and gained about four. Yeah, he was reading that defensive end there, and the defensive end went with White, and he just tucked it and cut it right up the middle, right where the defensive end left from. It's a big 31 right here for Livingston Academy. 11.40 and ticking to go in the fourth quarter. Third and one and a half or so it looks like for Briz Trap and the Tiger offense. Trap in the gun, takes a snap, keeps it again, and he breaks a tackle in the backfield, cuts up field past the 50 and to the opposing about 46-yard line. Kane Williamson had him in the backfield there, but Trout made a good spin move to get away from that, get away from that tackle. Looks like Briz is now. I believe that is the running back. Actually, looks like that is Cecil Ketchum. Got a cramp. Twenty-four to nine with eleven seventeen to go in the fourth quarter. DeKalb County leading and driving. First and ten from the LA forty-six. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Trace Hamilton, the Tiger who went down, he will limp off under his own power, no assistance, but kind of giving that little pirate walk to the sideline. 
You know, we've seen several players cramp up here in the last. This humidity's come up here in the last hour, hour and a half. It's it's real humid out, no breeze right now. 11-17 to go in the ball game. DeKalb County leading 24-9. They have first and 10 from the L.A. 46-yard line. Yeah, we talked earlier about don't have to score on Livingston's possession, don't have to get a stop. Right now, Livingston Academy has to get a stop. Briz Trap, Ari White in the backfield. One man out far wide to the right, past outside the numbers, in fact. And they're going to throw into the flat. They find Hendricks, and he's brought down for a gain of two. Does a good job by Trey Coleman. He had a guy, Hendricks actually had a lane right there and had a blocker in front, and uh, looked like Trey Coleman fought that block off and, and tackled him actually for a loss of one right there. They do mark him as a loss of one. It was over near the far sideline. Clock rolls, though, under 10 and a half to go before the Tigers break the huddle. It's second and 10 from the L.A. 46. And the Tigers leading by two-plus scores, 24 to 9. Trap in the gun. He's got one man out to, or no, he's got two men uh, just out to his left. One man out to his right. Drops back, throws over the middle to Hendricks. And Hendricks finds himself at the 35, makes the catch, and it's a first down to Cab County. Yeah, that's good. Tied in Hendricks. He just went straight up the field, got to the sticks, turned around, trap, put it right on the money. Uh, first down at Livingston Academy. He's got to find a way to get a turnover or got to get a stop right here. It'll be under 10 minutes to go now before Bruce Trapp even makes it back to the huddle. Now they break the huddle with 9.50 to go in the fourth. First and 10 from the L.A. 35. Trap in the gun has two to his two wide receivers out right, one wide receiver out left, takes the snap, hands off. It's Ari White who just lowers his head and keeps those legs churning inside the 35 to the 33. A gain of two, but a hard-fought two. Yeah, that's a good gang tackle there by Livingston Academy. Second and seven, you, you, it's what you want if you're a defense here. You want to keep them, you know, when – Second and seven, eight, nine, ten, or longer. Obviously, just got to get a stop. Just got to get a stop. Nine oh five to go in the in the ball game in the fourth quarter. Second and eight. And looks like Briz Trap will be in the gun again with Ari White in the backfield. Takes the shotgun snap, the handoff to White, and another halfback dive finds itself right back at the original line of scrimmage and. White a little slow to get up. He gets up, though, nonetheless, and no gainer makes it third and eight, a big, massive third and eight for the defense. Good job there by Gage Hoffman fighting off a block. Also, Deacon Allred fighting off a block there to make the tackle for no gain. Got to get a stop right here, third and eight. It's exactly what you want if you're Livingston Academy. Need to find a way to to get a stop right here. 8.18 to go, trapping the gun. Third and eight on the LA 33. He drops back, throws over the middle, and finds Hendricks right past the line to gain. Boy, he just, safety was just a little late getting over there, and Hendricks, same thing, gets to the sticks, turns around, trap puts it right on the money, right on the numbers right there for a gain of 12. First down. Tigers just methodically driving once again. Under eight minutes to go now in the ball game. 
24-9. to talked about Brody Coffee last week, first half or first quarter, come out a little bit slow. Second quarter picked it up. Briss Trapp tonight, first half was all over the place, but the second half he has been on the money. Yeah, certainly what you would have expected Brody to look like last week had he been able to continue. The handoff now to a wide receiver on the jet sweep. That's Jordan Parker, who finds himself inside the 20 at the 16 before being brought down by a gang of Wildcats. It's a big seven-yard gain there, but Parker just a just a jet sweep around the left side there, and, and Cap County sealed off that edge, and he got to the outside, picked up seven. Seven, ten to go. Second and ten now. Or second, excuse me, I say second and ten. Second and about four. They're kind of late getting the scoreboard right here all night long. Bridge Trap takes it, hands off, catch him, catch him, fall in forward. No, driven backwards, but he got right to the line to gain. Will it be a first down? See if they wave the, the chains on here. Looks like the they're going to mark it. First down. It is a first down. Another one for the Tigers here as they just continue to drive. 6.42 to go in the fourth. First and 10 inside the LA 15-yard line. And they lead 24-9. And, folks, any points here feels like it puts this one out of reach. Here's Ketchum going to the right on an off-tackle play. And I believe he found about four yards. We got a guy down out here. I don't know who. I can't, didn't get a number of who's, who that was. A Livingston Academy defensive lineman will be down with 6.18 to go in the fourth quarter. It'll be second and about six with a 24-9 DeKalb County lead over the Wildcats. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. 6-18 left here in the ball game. DeKalb County continues to lead 24-9. We still have a Wildcat down on the field. It'll be second and about six to go from the LA nine-yard line when we return to action. Everybody able to get a break here, take some water. We'll see if that can't help this defense a little bit, David. Yeah, I mean, it's extended timeout here. You know, I mean, you don't see anybody down. That's Looks like he may have just another cramp, maybe. Adam Richards, the man they get up, and he is going to kind of just slowly waddle off under his own power. Having to keep, he's keeping that right leg pretty stiff. Yeah, I think he, I think he just had a cramp. I see him pushing his toes back there, trying to stretch that calf out. Those anybody that's ever had a cramp, most people have, especially if you played played sports. Those those do not feel good at all. No, it's it's arguably some of the worst pain. <laughs> Just um, you can then turn around, you know, a drive later, and you're back out there and you're fine. But in terms of pain level, very few things. I mean, it really does feel like the world is ending there for about 30 seconds. 6:15 now and ticking 
As DeKalb County will pick back up second and six from the L.A. nine. Trap in the gun, looking to put this game out of reach. Throws into the flat, finds a man. That man cuts up field and gets inside the five. I believe that will, is that a first down or right at it? I believe it's a first down, yep. Jordan Parker. Jordan Parker, the man who makes the catch. It is a first down, and that will make it first and goal from the two. And the clock continues to roll. No rush here by DeKalb County, and why should they? Oh, with five and a half minutes, 5.40 to go, up 24-9. Got it first and goal from the from the two. You just This whole drive, you just run it right down their throats. They made a couple of nice little passes, but for the most part, it's just been the running game. Cab and uh, trap and catch him, excuse me, back there in the backfield. Briz takes a shotgun snap. Juicy keeps it himself, takes the edge on the right side, and they may have kept him out of the end zone. I believe he fumbled the football. I believe he got it back. Oh, yep. Touchdown. He fumbled the football in the end zone and recovered it in the end zone. I believe. Looks like it was actually recovered by Ty Webb. Ty Webb with the recovery in the end zone. And pending the extra point, looks like it'll be 31-9. DeKalb County leading L.A. That was quite a drive there. Yeah, it took a six, six, you know, six and a half minute drive there, but DeKalb County, and, I, and we talked about that nail in the coffin. It's 5.17 to go, 30, could be 31, pending that extra point right here. You, you think that coffin may be sealed closed now. And that is up and good. So make it 31 9. DeKalb County with 5.17 to go leads 31 9 here at home over Livingston Academy. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 5.17 to go in the ball game. Livingston Academy sets up to receive the kick. Carson Parrott and Daniel Bilbury will be back near their own 10 or 15-yard line to field this. And At this point, you're playing for pride, it feels like, David Ledbetter. Yeah, right now it's, hey, this is 31-9, five minutes ago. You got fans filing out of the stands right now. Let's let's kind of see what you're made of right here. Do you just – roll over and say, you know, hey, we just didn't have it tonight, or do you keep fighting right here for the last five minutes and 17 seconds? We will find out what this Wildcat team is made of. We can tell you what they probably would have been like in past years, but this year's team, seemingly according to Coach Hauser, has been different. It is his first year, but he said he came in and felt like they really kind of uh, bought into the culture, bought into the coaching. Daniel Bilbrey will field it at about the 15, the 20, 25, 30, Fighting through tackles to the 35, can't get to the 40, goes down at around the 35-yard line exactly. That's a nice little return, 20-yard, 15, 20-yard return there by Daniel Bibbery. Offense back out here. Last time we had the ball, we drove down the field, empty backfield for Brody Coffee. 
made a few uh, nice completions. Also run the ball really well. But, hey, get back out there, whatever you want to call at this point in the game. If you don't have a fumble, I mean, for all we know, it's 24-16. But the fumble certainly set DeKalb County up nicely, and they capitalized. Now the Wildcats and Brody Coffey will trot out there. Will Brown and Jake Hughes are going to be over to the right side. Daniel Bilbrey all alone on the left. Jackson Bowles in the backfield lined up. Bowles will motion to Coffey's left hip in the shotgun. Coffey will take the snap. The handoff Bowles, no reason to abandon the run at this point, and he finds a hole going to the right side. And I say he found a hole, he did, but what a great job just coming downhill by Austin Nicholson, the safety. Yeah, and Ty, that Ty Webb, number 11 I believe there. that is yeah, Ty, Ty Webb. Webb. Yeah. He, he closed the gap in a hurry right there. Ty Webb, uh, son of the baseball coach here at DeKalb County High School, and certainly uh, he himself quite the athlete on the diamond and here on the gridiron. 4.35 to go in the fourth quarter. It'll be second and seven for the Wildcat offense. Similar formation. Gestures bowls to his left hip. Coffee takes the snap. Now sends Bowles out into the flat. Won't look to him. Instead, well, now he tried to look to him, and it was a little too late. It's a scramble drill. Coffee breaks a couple tackles and takes off up the sideline, and I believe he's going to pick up about five. Yeah, good job by Brody right there escaping. the. Uh, nobody was open downfield. Cap County right now has got their safeties deep, so nothing's going to be long right now. And, Brody done a good job of escaping the pressure right there and picking up positive yards. Makes it third and about one right here. Fourth and 12. Clock does stop with Brody going out of bounds. 31-9. The lead for DeKalb County with 4-12 to go in the ball game. Coffee will take the snap out of the gun and a handoff to Bulls again who bursts through the hole past a couple would-be tacklers and picks up a first down for the Wildcats. Good run right there by Bowles. Good hard run right there. This is what we talked about to start this drive. Let's see what you made of right here at Livingston Academy. And so far, they getting a good push on the offensive line right there. And, and you want to finish you want to finish the right way right here. Under four minutes to go. Livingston Academy driving with a 31-9 deficit. Coffee out of the gun. Looks to take the snap. Drops back, looking to his left. Throws into the flat to Bilbury, who gets it. Can't pick up any blockers, though, as it uh, looked like Jake Hughes slipped again. And so Bilbury will be bottled up pretty quickly after picking up just about three or four on the pass play. Yeah, the Cap County's not going to give up anything long, so everything you complete right now has got to be short and just hope you can make somebody miss and, and, and take off. One Bank is proud to be the One Bank for Wildcat fans. Visit your, one, your Livingston One Bank location and open an account today. One Bank, the One Bank for Wildcat fans, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Got Will Brown down here one-on-one with the safety. Might might take a shot right here. Coffee in the gun does have Brown right at the numbers over on the far right. Drops back. He's looking for Brown, who actually curled, and now Coffee will just take off, beats a couple would-be defenders, cuts back inside. And picks nice up about run. 15 or 20. Nice run there by Brody Coffin. This is what you want. You get finish the game strong. Get, the whole second half has just kind of been just down for Lucas Cabby. You want you want to end film session this week with a score right here, and that's how you want to end this game. 
2.38 and ticking in the fourth quarter. The Livingston Academy driving first and 10 on the Tigers, 26. It'll be under two and a half to go when the Wildcats break the huddle. Coffee in the backfield. Starts with Bowles directly behind him. And now will motion Bowles to his right hip. Coffee has Brown and Hughes out to his right. He looks that way at first, now looks for Bilbrey, now goes back that way, and a third interception as he underthrows Will Brown. Brown is actually down and campaigning with the back the backline ref for a pass interference. And I can understand why. He's literally sitting on his butt when the interception was had. It looked like the uh, corner, Brown went on a slant right there, the corner. Went with him, but uh, they get, I don't know, I guess the referee's saying they got tangled up right there. Brown's laying on the ground with a corner on top of him, and the safety comes over for the interception. That is the third INT on the night for Brody Coffey. 2.09 to go in the fourth quarter. And DeKalb County will have it first and 10 from their own 10 with 2.09 to go, leading 31 to 9. Yeah, it's a tough way to end, tough way to end it right there. Defense, don't give up right here. Don't give up a silly touchdown. Cap County, I'm sure we'll just try to run it, run the clock out right here. Livingston, Kevin needs to make tackles and wrap up right here, and let's, let's head back to Livingston. Briz, Cra- Briz Trap takes the snap and the handoff to the running back. He'll gain about three. Trying to actually see, they're a bit far off. I might need some binoculars. Trying to see if that is Briz Trap. They may have sent the backup quarterback in there. That would be uh, John Hendricks, the wide receiver who has played really well tonight. I didn't I didn't catch the running back on that one. Who was that? I believe we're going to go ahead and just call that Ketchum. I believe that was Ketchum. It was a 20. It was either Ketchum or uh, Trace Hamilton. So I'm going to give it to Ketchum there. And does look like it's Hendricks in the backfield. So uh, Bruce Trapp Smartly, maybe, kept out of this game on the final drive. Another handoff to catch him as he will fight forward for a couple yards. And the clock will be probably under a minute before DeKalb County snaps this ball again. Good good tackle there by Deacon Allred. Actually picked him up and and slammed him down. Deacon's a strong young man. The kids over there throwing footballs. Every time a football goes through, I think it's a flag coming in for something. 55 seconds and counting to go. 50 now. DeKalb County yet to break the huddle. 45 seconds, and they finally break. They'll only have to run one more play, seemingly, here in this ball game, And they can take it to the house. Hendricks under center turns around and hands the ball off. Ketchum will fight forward. He gets nailed by the safety coming down, and the safety actually... I think might have hurt himself a little bit there. Looks like Car- was that that Carson Perry. Story? No, I believe that was Carson. No, I believe Carson story? Perry. I believe that was Story coming. He it laid like the lumber. Right he there. laid the lumber, but he got up a little slow for it. <laughs> Either way, no reason for DeKalb County to hike this football. 15 seconds to go. 23 to go on the play clock, and you can just about call the game right here, and they will. They're going to send go ahead and send both teams off their separate directions. Clock will buzz in one now, and DeKalb County will win their opening game of region play over Livingston Academy, 31 to nine here at home in DeKalb County in Smithville. 
920 WLIV. Your home for Livingston Wildcat Sports. Tonight's action sponsored by Livingston Family Health. The next best thing to your mom. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Health Care. By Premier Wireless, your hometown U.S. cellular dealer. 800 West Main Street in Livingston. Premier Wireless and U.S. Cellular. Mountain Farm International. Not just tractors. Not just for farmers. They are for everyone. Mountain Farm International. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Be well, live well. That's why we're here at Livingston Regional Hospital. For you, for your family. From the high school star to the everyday walker, when pain strikes, trust the Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital. Improving your strength, helping you regain mobility, getting rid of the pain. It's about your health. Be well, live well. The Rowe Rehab Center at Livingston Regional Hospital with top-class physicians who specialize in rehab medicine. Part of the Livingston Regional family, the best-trained, caring pros to serve you. I was just backing out of a parking spot. And so was the car behind me. It doesn't matter how you got it. Just know that it can be fixed. At Maynard Collision Center, they give a lifetime warranty on all their work. How was I supposed to know a pole was there? Service on makes and models, no appointment is necessary, and an iCar certified shop. Maynard Collision Center. Welcome to Stress-Free Collision Repair on Main Street in Livingston. Proud sponsor of Livingston Sports. Mark your calendar and join UCEMC for their 85th annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Katessa Farms. Come enjoy great door prizes and a sit-down meal. Registration begins at 9 a.m. Business meeting begins at 10 a.m. It's your electric membership co-op. Let your voice be heard. UCEMC's annual meeting Saturday, September 9th at Katessa Farms, 780 Dixon Springs Highway in Riddleton. A delicious meal, great door prizes for registered members, and insight into your co-op. UCEMC. When it comes to the important things in life, you want to work with someone you know. So what's more important than your health, your family's well-being? When you work with R&M Family Pharmacy, it's like having a member of your family on your medical team. The pharmacists at R&M Family Pharmacy are happy to answer questions. Just Overton County neighbors looking out for your health. Trust R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. Consider them a part of your family because they care. Now, the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. Expertly trained pharmacist, a friendly, knowledgeable staff, ready to assist you with those family health questions. Ready to save you money on your prescriptions. R&M Family Pharmacy. 
Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees the Livingston Wildcats stand at 0-2 as the DeKalb County Tigers win 31-9. We recap tonight's game. The first half, it was a tightly contested contest with 2.57 to go in the first quarter after a nice drive but a better defensive stop by the uh, by the Wildcats. They forced a field goal from DeKalb County, and with 2.57 to go in the first, it was 3-0 Tigers. Turning around quickly, though, just a minute into the second quarter, a 55-yard drive capped off by a two-yard touchdown by Jackson Bowles. And a failed two-point conversion. The Wildcats would take a 6-3 lead. And unfortunately, it would be the last time in this ballgame they would have the lead. Just a few moments later, with 8.35 to go in the second quarter, it was a 34-yard interception return by DeKalb County. It was the first of three interceptions and four total turnovers tonight for the Wildcats. DeKalb would score a touchdown two plays later. And with 8.35 to go in the second quarter, it would be 10-6. Tigers, they would not relinquish the lead. Though, Livingston Academy would make it just a one-point game near the end of the half. A 50-yard pass from Brody Coffey to Daniel Bilbury to set up a field goal that made it 10-9 at the half. And then David Ledbetter, it was all DeKalb County in the second half. A 13-yard run by Briz Trapp with 9.48 to go in the third quarter made it 17-9. 54-yard touchdown pass to uh, Jordan Parker from Briz Trap with 6.39 to go in the third quarter, made it 24-9, and a methodical 60-yard drive by the Tigers capped off by a Briz Trap touchdown and a two for a two-yard rush. That was with 5.17 left to go in the ballgame, made it 31-9. That would be your final score. Again, three interceptions tonight for Brody Coffey, also a fumble lost by Trey Coleman. Four total turnovers, and I'm not sure what we are at penalty-wise, but it was not pretty tonight in the second half for the Wildcats. Again, Livingston Academy in the Livingston Regional Game of the Week sees the Wildcats stand 0-2 as the Tigers of DeKalb County here at home win 31-9 over your Wildcats. Recapping the action. Stats, scores. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy Postgame Report. A friendly staff to help take care of your family. R&M. When it comes to plastic surgery, like a tummy tuck, Botox, liposuction, or other confidence-boosting procedure, Nelson Aesthetics is a team of highly skilled professionals offering the latest services. At Nelson Aesthetics, they believe that beauty is not just skin deep. It's about feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin. Check out customer testimonials and before and after pictures at nelsonaesthetics.com. The work speaks for itself at Nelson. I'm Peyton Garrett, physical therapist at the Physical Medicine Center. Our goal is to get you back to work, back to play, and back to life. And I'm Jay Hewitt, physical therapist, and I know therapy can be tough, and the process can truly be hard at times. But we will be there with you through it all and celebrate with you when goals are met. Want to get back to playing the sport you love or just doing your everyday home activities? We can help. The Physical Medicine Center of the Cumberlands, located on the bypass in Livingston. What matters is you and you living your best life. With U.S. Cellular, it's just $19.99 per line for one, two, or three lines. So you don't need that robot daughter you built to get a fourth line for family plan pricing. Oh, Rope Elizabeth? She's not going to like that. The robots will prevail. Oh, boy. 
Get the low rate of $19.99 per line. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Terms apply. Visit uscellular.com for details. U.S. Cellular values human connection with fewer distractions. U.S. Cellular, built for us. Visit your U.S. Cellular authorized agent in Salina, Main Street in Livingston. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity. Exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers end September 30th. Post-game coverage continues on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. David Ledbetter, this game decided by an outstanding performance from Briz Trapp. I yeah. don't know what else to call it. The kid was a de- was day-to-day. He was in a boot all week. Came into this game, wasn't even sure we were going to see him. And tonight, in the first half, we talked about it. A little shaky. Came out in the second half, proved why he's one of the better quarterbacks, not just in this region, uh, but also just really in the upper Cumberland. Yeah, first half stats for him, he was <clears throat> 4 of 9 for 18 yards. The second half, he came out 12 of 20. 129 yards and a t- long touchdown across the middle there, 55 yards. Two different two different halves for Riz. He come out really sharp in the second half there. Uh, final look at the rest of the stats from one bank. DeKalb County had 164 total rushing yards, uh, had 293 total yards, 129 through the air. On the other side for Livingston Academy, it was 116 yards total rushing. Uh, and it was two, or excuse me, 220 total yards, 116 yards uh, rushing total, and then 104 through the air. But the real, the real story here is four turnovers, one fumble, three interceptions for the Wildcats. Couldn't get out of their own way. And did you happen to? There we go. Six penalties for 65 yards, and it just really came down to those numbers, folks. That's a look at the numbers presented by One Bank. It's the One Bank for Wildcats fans. This is the R&M Family Pharmacy post-game report. R&M Family Pharmacy, 1970 Bradford Hicks Drive. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. What makes the difference at Casa Nueva? Everything, according to customers. Wow, the food was among the best Mexican food I've ever had. Good food, good service every time, recommend. Best food, best customer service around. Portions were huge, but so delicious, I had to finish it. No better, no fresher, no more authentic taste around. Casa Nueva in Livingston. Real, authentic, fresh. Mexican dishes cooked to order. Enjoy lunch or dinner at Casa Nueva. 840 Overton Plaza in Livingston. Casa Nueva. 
Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at norrissupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play, Norris Supercycle. Livingston Academy stands 0-2 with a 31-9 loss to DeKalb County here tonight on the road. Elsewhere around UC Sports Nation, a barn burner going on between Cookville and White County. Last update I had on that. It was, oh, it has just gone final. Cookville pulls it off in the rivalry, 42-35. Cookville a winner over White County. That moves Cookville to 2-1 and one on the year. White County falls to 2-1. and one. What a job there by Taylor Hennigan to find a way in a rivalry game on the road, 42-35. Let's look at some other scores as well from across the Upper Cumberland. Monterey suffers. Their first loss on the year, East Robertson, a 20-7 winner at Monterey. Clay County gets gets right. They were 0-2 on the season, uh, but got to go play Jackson County, 47-7. Bulldogs defeat the Blue Devils. Stone Memorial for the, I'd have to do the quick math, I think it's the 16th straight year, uh, Cumberland County falls. They Stone Memorial 35-0. Uh, Cumberland County hadn't won that since 2010, unless you count a forfeit for COVID. Finally, Upperman, Livingston Academy's opponent next week, comes up with a 14-7, very tight game, 14-7 win over Macon County. That is a look from the UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet, UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Stop by Frontier Chevy, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Remember, you can get a full recap of all the action and interviews with coaches tomorrow morning at 9 on the high school playbook on Rock 93-7, one of those coaches, tonight's losing coach. Matt and Hauser will catch up with him in the morning. But David Ledbetter, this game was decided by, and I could leave it blank, but we both know, penalties, turnovers. Penalties and turnovers. Uh, I think the biggest play of the game was Daniel Baber returns a punt all the way 55 yards for a touchdown and have a penalty for a block in the back on the opposite side of the field of where he's at. Uh, we take us back. 10 yards from where he caught it. Next play, interception. DeKalb County returns it all the way down to the one. Two plays later, they score a touchdown. It's like that all night. We get a little momentum, have a penalty. Get a little momentum, turnover. You know, four turnovers, three interceptions, one fumble. You know, that <clears throat> that's the theme of the game. That's And that's why we lost 31-9 to tonight. What do you think you take away from this game? If you're the Wildcats, you're watching film, on Monday, you're getting prepared for a 3-0 and Upperman team. What are you looking at on film and taking positives away from this game? We know what the negatives are. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. <clears throat> we drove the ball pretty pretty well. 
I mean, we run the ball decent. Uh, it's kind of the theme we said two weeks ago against Trousdale County. You know, you gain 10 yards, but you back up 15. And it's two steps forward, three steps back, and that's the way it was for us tonight. We get a little, like I said, we get just a little bit of uh, momentum and, and have a turnover, a dumb penalty. So, you know, it's just clean up that stuff. and It's easier said than done, but, uh, you know, the penalties, you can clean that up pretty easy. And a couple of those interceptions tonight by Brody, one running back slips, number or the uh, JQ slips, receiver on a curl route, just slips and falls, and it just goes right into the hands of the defensive back. Another one, just a higher laid on the throw. And, and that's a little bit of rust where Brody's, you know, Brody's been out for a little while. But, uh, you know, you, you got to clean up these penalties. It, you know, three games so far this year, and, and we've had a lot of penalties. Coach, final question for you. You've, you've coached a little football, David Ledbetter. I'll ask you this, David. What do you talk to the guys about coming up on Monday with the either the, the say the lack of penalties or the penalties that went against you? Because you don't want to lose good play, but also a couple penalties out there you can't have. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I would, I would tell my guys on Monday is, listen, guys, the season doesn't end after DeKalb County. You know, we still got a whole season ahead of us. Stay together. Stay, just stay together. You know, don't give up on the season. We got, we got a lot. We got several wins we can have this year. Um, just, just stay positive. I, I know, I, you know, we've all been there. Anybody that's played any sport, you never want to lose. It's just part of the game. But uh, you know, these these kids, I feel I feel terrible for them because they have win last week. You think's a win. You're playing really good. Yeah, you're football. feeling good about it. You're feeling good about it. You're up by 12 when the lights go out. So you got to win. And I told somebody, I think the football gods right now are just kind of, eh, we don't want Livingston to win just yet. And you, you felt good coming into this game tonight and, and, and played really well the first half. And the second half, you know, like we give, give all the credit to Briz Trap. He, he played a really, really good second half. He had the half of his life for sure. Wildcat football. With a 31-9 loss to DeKalb County here on WLIV. WLIV's exclusive game day coverage continues. Wildcats postgame presented by R&M Family Pharmacy. Saving you money. R&M. When you're sick, you want to be taken care of. I want my mommy. Livingston Family Healthcare isn't your mom, but they're the next best thing. They're putting family and care back into family healthcare. Livingston Family Healthcare, a team of family physicians who treat you like family. Primary healthcare to people of all ages. Livingston Family Healthcare is here, and they care. Livingston Family Healthcare, 403 East University Street. See what care is really about at Livingston Family Healthcare. Hard work has never come so easy. Take on a job with a new Holland all-purpose tractor from Mountain Farm International. Whether it's a Workmaster Utility, Power Star, T5, or T6 tractor, maximize your productivity, exceptional power, convenience, and comfort. Buy now and get 0% financing for 60 months or cash back on these 45 to 126 PTO horsepower models. Mountain Farm International, just off I-40 Crossville. See how easy hard work can be. Offers September 30th. 
Your dream recreational vehicle is waiting at Norris Supercycle. Whether it's an ATV, a UTV, or a bike, Norris Supercycle has it. Their extensive selection features used models from top brands like Polaris, Bobcat, and Suzuki. Dreaming of a yard cut with pride and precision? Norris is ready to help with Bobcat zero-turn mowers and more. Start your journey online at NorrisSupercycle.net or visit the showroom in Rickman between Cookville and Livingston on Highway 111. Norris Supercycle, a guaranteed good time. Work or play. NorrisSupercycle.net. When's the last time you had some really good barbecue? Yeah, I know. You've been missing it. Juicy, mouth-watering barbecue. Sauce that excites. Homemade taste. Maybe a little bit under your fingernails. Livingston's 1806 Barbecue. On the square. Sliced pork that's been slow-smoked with that 1806 sauce. A loaded baked potato. Piled high with pulled pork, butter, and cheese. 1806 Barbecue. On the square in downtown Livingston. Be ready to leave with a full belly. Elsewhere for the Wildcats this week, the volleyball team down in the Sunshine State participating in a tournament with teams from across the country. They will come back early in the week on Tuesday. Uh, they will be at home. Volleyball team returning from the Sunshine State on Tuesday. The soccer team, girls soccer last night falls to Merrill High. That puts them at 3-2-2 two, and two on the year so far. And the Wildcats cross-country team on Monday will host an invitational for teams from across the UC and the Mid-State. Livingston Regional Football Game of the Week on 101.9 AM 920 WLIV. Tonight's game produced by Robin McCullough. Production assistant was Jake Wallman. Next week we'll be back in Livingston as Upperman takes on L.A. A countdown to kickoff of the Livingston Regional Game of the Week will begin at 6.15. For David Ledbetter and our team, I'm Colin Castleberry. Again, tonight's final score, 31-9. DeKalb County picks up a win in game number one of region play over the Livingston Academy Wildcats.